Hogwarts Legacy news arrived during the opening night live stream of Gamescom 2022. A Hogwarts Legacy new trailer showcasing some great things that I thought had unexpected surprises. I'm going to put all the information right here at the beginning of the video. These videos can get a little long because they are live streams. Make sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss those and the discussions. We love to have you here for the live interaction. And I give you this quick update right here at the beginning so you don't have to go looking for the information. The latest Hogwarts Legacy news arrived in the form of a Hogwarts Legacy new trailer during opening night live streams of Gamescom 2022. I am finding this to be very encouraging in line with some things that I've predicted about this game and things I hope to see and I'm going to break it all down for you very quickly in this update. As always remember to head over to Reforge Gaming where I stream live and subscribe here for these quick updates with the bell button pressed. So my thoughts on the game up to this point has been it looks very prominent and I have continued to say I think this game is going to surprise people with respect to its RPG depth. When I look at the gameplay videos and sort of break down all of the pieces and parts in it, I have said that I believe the headline surrounding Hogwarts Legacy when it finally arrives and releases is that it is a surprisingly deep RPG. We're getting a glimpse of that in the latest trailer that I think sort of reinforces some of my thoughts. What exactly was shown at Gamescom? First and foremost, anything you see in this trailer is not from the era of Harry Potter that we're most familiar with. Many people thought maybe Tom Riddle was in the trailer. He's not even a live yet according to the timeline and when this takes place so what did they show according to gameinformer.com it showed us that we might have access to unforgivable curses such as the uh, cruciatus curse in the game crucio is essentially a curse that allows us to torture whomever or whatever you use it on it's very much of the dark art side of magic and as the name suggests it's hard to forget and even harder to forgive in the world of harry potter basically you're going to be able to use dark arts or dark magic in the game according to this and the trailer description outlines a little bit more about what this might look like should you choose to befriend Slytherin student Sebastian Sallow you will be faced with the decision to embrace or reject the dark arts as you uncover his family's mystery through his companion questline will you choose to learn this dark magic so apparently they're going to be giving you the choice in questlines on whether or not you want to learn dark arts there's more details that follow as well focusing on one of Hogwarts Legacy's optional companion quest lines with Sebastian Sallow the Dark Legacy trailer provides a glimpse at the forbidden curses and difficult dilemmas that players will face as they learn more about the Sallow family's mystery and decide whether to engage with or even embrace the dark arts I think this is a great surprise because number one first it's a darker tone for the story there's like almost like zombies in it Looks like it's going to be kind of spooky, but it's adding that darker element of things that you'll be able to do. Secondly, it's going to be adding more depth and player choice. It says that you could either engage with embrace or reject, right? So you can you can engage with it or actually embrace the dark arts. This potentially adds a lot of replay value given you could play the game and maybe go fully on down and embrace the dark arts, have a very different character, maybe a completely different story experience. This is the type of RPG depth that makes players enjoy a game because they feel like their choices are fully impacting the strength of their character as well as the experience that they have. We don't know yet if these optional side 
quests, these companion quest lines that lead us down a path of choosing between embracing or engaging dark arts or not. Will that actually have an effect on the storyline? Will it change narrative elements? I think this reinforces my feelings that this will be a surprisingly deep RPG experience and not just sort of a silly Harry Potter game where you walk around the school and feel nostalgic about it. Final thoughts on this for me is I'm still curious if this will dramatically change story, gameplay, experience if you choose dark magic. Will you be significantly stronger? Will it close certain aspects of the game off to you? Will there be optional side quests and NPCs and people that just won't deal with you or won't have the option to engage in their quest lines once you go down the dark arts lane if you uh agree with me disagree with me or whatever you think leave a comment below have it over reforge gaming where i stream live and as always hit subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next video and i'll see the rest of you right now good morning good afternoon and good evening thank you guys so much for being here this morning our gamescom coverage will be continuing today with the future games show so make sure you're here for that co-stream we're covering hogwarts legacy news right here right off the rip and then we have a sonic frontier stream as well before we get to the future games show so thank you so much for being here go through that morning ritual guys help me out by clicking the like button and switching over to live chat if you're on top chat you won't be able to see what everybody is saying give us that strong start to the day the live environment has been a little awkward lately physical and digital editions were revealed are going to be revealed today according to hogwarts legacy's twitter account bring a darker flair to your journey through the wizarding world pre-order hogwarts legacy deluxe and digital edition editions tomorrow at 8 a.m pacific so that apparently those go live uh today Yo, thank you, Alfarius, starting us off with the membership renewal. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate you jumping back in. That's your second month of membership. Maybe somebody gifted you. Maybe you decided to sign up for another month of membership. Guys, start us off. Maybe some gifted members. Get the likes up. We would really appreciate that. Perfect Paradox is going to keep the member train going by hitting a 10-month milestone. Just join something I missed. In my opinion, I found the Hogwarts Legacy news that we got yesterday in the trailer that they're going to give you the option to engage with quests with dark arts and dark magic. I find that to be a very, very unexpected surprise that they will be adding that layer of depth. My hope would be that this is going to continue to, to flesh itself out as a very substantive RPG. I've continued to say that I think this game is going to surprise people. I think the headlines are going to be something to the effect of like Hogwarts Legacy is a surprisingly deep RPG. I don't think a lot of people are expecting that, but the more I look at it, the more I look at the parts and the pieces, I think I think Hogwarts Legacy gameplay is going to feature a lot of choices in depth that many people probably aren't expecting. Now, we don't necessarily know if you choose that is it going to take you down a darker path? Is it going to change your gameplay? You know, are you not going to be able to do certain things if you go to what, you know, what amounts to the dark side? That remains to be seen. I I like when they do this sort of thing because I want it to actually be a true choice. Sometimes you make these choices in games and they feel frivolous. They don't feel like they impact anything. And it's just sort of like... Yeah, you did a mission and, and this one NPC was like appalled. What's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. Dreamcast guy did not like yesterday's presentation. He called it weird concept art and games no one cared about without specific dates. He called it a waste of time. A little harsh for day one. I thought it was perfectly fine. I thought I enjoyed yesterday. 
James Carr with a $10 tip through Super Chat. Thank you so much. That's always starting off the day with generosity there from my man James Carr. I'm curious what you guys would do. Would you choose to do dark magic? Would you choose to go down the dark road here if they give you that option? Butter says, it sounds deep, and if it's based on yesterday, it won't be too surprising. It was incredible news. I love how you'll have options that will change the world, just like the old Mass Effect's replayability will be huge now. I don't know if we have confirmation of that, Tony. They basically said this was a side companion quest, and you will be given the option to engage or embrace the dark arts. That language in the description really caught my eye. Um, It says that you will face, you'll learn more about the Sallow family's mystery and decide whether to engage with or even embrace the dark arts. So you're obviously going to engage with it. You'll be investigating it, looking into it, but apparently you're going to have the option to embrace the dark arts in this game, which I would expect that to have pretty significant ramifications over your gameplay and your story. I can't imagine that just being some frivolous thing that doesn't mean anything right wording is key i i'm kind of in your camp though tony i'm like listen if i'm gonna boot up hogwarts legacy and i'm gonna play it and i pick to embrace the dark arts i would expect that to impact my game and experience i would not expect that to be some throwaway thing where yeah that's all it is i'm i'm done i i you know that's that 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 mission's over cool thanks for the red beam of light I, i feel like it would affect a lot more than that Guys, if you're just tuning in, make sure and do all the things. Like button, make sure you're in live chat. Consider gifting a member or becoming a member. Hitting the like button and subscribing is totally free. But we do rely on memberships and coffee orders and other things to continue to do what we do here. So thank you to everybody who orders coffee or does memberships. We greatly appreciate that generous support of the channel. What have I told you that pretty much everything you see here is part of an optional quest line? Uh, optional quest line. Our Sebastian Sallow's Dark Legacy trailer focuses on Seb's companion quest, which you can choose to undertake. So Chandler Wood uh, on Twitter apparently works on the game. Um, let's see here. Yeah, and they're saying they're saying that it, uh, it, it, it they are uh, they are completely optional. Um, so that's that's. I wonder what sort of depth they're going to be adding with that. Is it just a choice, you know? Maybe not a dark path that makes your character evil, but perhaps the world views your choices differently, closes out some quests, but opening others based on your decision. Exactly. Yo, it's good, Big O. The game gets deeper and deeper every time. Sean says, full disclosure, if I got magic powers IRL, I'm going full Voldemort like immediately. Get ready to suffer, muggles. So Sean, Sean would embrace the chaos in the dark side. He wouldn't even hold back. Would you, like, weigh in here, chat. What would you do? Would you choose to embrace the dark arts? Maybe not in real life. Maybe we don't need to get that serious. You know, would you, you know, would you be that wicked and evil in real life? What would you do in this game? Right? He's a community manager at Avalanche. Okay. Would you embrace pole, pole, pole? You want to pole? All right. All right. So Hogwarts, let's see. Hogwarts legacy gameplay. Would you embrace and use the dark arts? Yes or no. Would you embrace or use the dark arts. Are they referring it to it as the dark arts or are they referring to it as yeah, dark arts. Okay. Hogwarts Legacy gameplay. Would you embrace and use 
the dark arts because I I like they, they even have the ability in this game to like like build like a homestead and build like different things like I I think that that's something to consider long term is you know are you going to have an ongoing experience with this game like if you're building a house and you're investing in your character is it just going to be like a one and done campaign and if you choose to embrace the dark arts like how will that affect your experience going forward into the future you know you're playing this game a couple months down the road is that going to be a factor i love being able to jump to the beginning of the stream and catch up on the topic if i'm late yo thanks for being here chris talica says apps of friggin lootly no question god howard says good guy first then dark arts on all the annoying npcs you know it's funny i do think a lot of people do that in games like this like if you have a choice to be evil or good people like to do the good playthrough first and then they want to come back and be like all right now i want to put my bad my bad guy hat on i want to be the villain now you know i i don't know how i i feel like a lot of people feel they need to have that pure i'm the good guy you know quest run first and then after that they they decide to to do to to do the evil the evil run generally speaking I like to do I like to do both, you know. I, I like I like to do both. Sometimes I like to mix it up and sort of balance between the two, uh, and and consider, you know, how much I might I might try to ride the line between the two things. I've not played a whole lot of games where you're you're able to choose between dark side and light side. I feel like the handful of games where I have done that it's been sort of frivolous like it hasn't had much of an impact on 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 my experience if i can be the big bad at any point says creature i'm taking that option it's the same way i played fable i was the person who played multiple times to go good and bad excuse me be the renegade shepherd i remember when i played mass effect i was always the mouthy guy like i wonder if they're going to give us like dialogue options in this not just quest options but the ability to be like a jerk like if you're slytherin are you going to be able to be you know malfoy and just be super mouthy and rude to everybody you know potter (laughs) and just be rude to everyone I mean, you did Ducey Shepherd first in Mass Effect. I yeah, I always did. I always wanted to be the rude guy, like you know, just say whatever I want. You know, that's how I always approached it. Def Jama, are you telling me? Are you telling me something with those emotes there? Do we have our first coffee order of the day? I'm checking my email, or am I getting am I getting invaded by emotes? Either way, if you guys like celebrating your favorite coffee flavor in chat with the emotes, or you like ordering your favorite coffee, we uh, we appreciate that support regardless thank you for being here thanks for being a member i was thinking maybe you sometimes people do that when they order i will probably play this game through and play it again i'll pick good and then go dark yeah it seems i I bet you that's a common thing folks do have they announced how you'll end up in your house no they've not outlined that big O. am imagining that'll be a reveal later on i think this would be just one or two chapters and the rest would be the same says arvin because if you get to choose dark side only omg that's a different game two games in one right that's what i said at the beginning like if you actually choose that that means hogwarts legacy the actual gameplay itself has so much more replay value because you could quite literally not have the same experience as the person next to you you know where's big mo I think he's been working. He showed up yesterday near the end and was and was hanging out when we were covering the the one event. Uh, duh, 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 stick around, you might get gifted. 
Yeah, yeah. Feels wrong for me to talk here with all the members. There are a ton of members. There are. There are. And we need gifted members. I think we need to do more like trains because I think when we just do like one little batch, they just kind of sit. But I feel like whenever there's a bunch of them at once, they get grabbed more quickly. Uh, Do me a favor, guys. Let's set our sights on 200 likes as well. There's plenty of people here to push us to 200 likes. Getting that real quick is helpful. Moody says he'll jump back in the member pool. That's a nine-month milestone. Thanks for renewing, Moody. Appreciate that continued support of the channel. Time to work and lurk like usual. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate that. I, I think I would go dark immediately. Like, if, if I'm diving into Hogwarts Legacy gameplay with you guys, I think I'm going to go dark immediately. I think I'm going to go Slytherin, do every dark art thing I can, be as bad as I can. We already know how you <coughs> choose your house. Oh, I thought he said build house. Oh, have they announced how you'll end up in your house? So the frequently asked question says, players can choose their Hogwarts house at the start of Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, they, I don't know if they've said anything if, like, if you, you know, maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you want the hat to sort you and you do that instead. I thought he was talking about building the house. I actually chose The Bad Way was my first playthrough of Injustice 2, and I got the Brainiac ending. I hated the people in Anno so much, I chose the bad option at the end without hesitation. I've not seen uh, him in a while, just wanted to make sure he's okay. Yeah, he stopped by yesterday. Came in late. What's good, Texas? Good to see you. Me too, because of the hairy world, we already know what the good side looks like. I want to see the dark side first, says Arvin. I agree with that. What's good, Liz? Good to see you. Good morning to you. Do we know if you can cast high-level spells? Never liked that we are students and can only cast basic spells. Trying to cast giant fire dragons or ice storm attacks. I don't know if they've gone into details about the severity and the strength of the spells that you'll be able to cast, but I do know that according to this trailer, you will be able to engage with, or if you so choose, to embrace the dark arts. The description of the video says, If you choose to befriend Slytherin student Sebastian Sallow, you will be faced with the decision to embrace or reject the dark arts as you uncover his family's mystery so you're going to be given a choice to embrace or reject now they go on further to say that you learn more about his family's mystery and you'll have to decide to engage with or even embrace so they're really they're really double stating it they're really re-emphasizing the fact that you will be able to embrace the dark arts in hogwarts legacy if you want i believe they called them uh, what do they talk about? It's it's the it's the curse, cur- unforgivable curses. You will be able to do unfor- unforgivable curses in Hogwarts Legacy, according to the one blog post that I saw from Game Informer. Crucio is a pretty high level spell, says Barrier. Yeah, so those of you that are up on Harry Potter lore, apparently. Uh, it showed us that we might have access to unforgivable curses such as Cruciatus Curse in the game. Crucio is essentially a curse that allows you to torture whomever or whatever you use it on. So if we get access to and can use Crucio, that might be an answer to your question. But they're unforgivable. I know, I know. I like what they did with Star Wars of uh, of the Old Republic... Uh, da, 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 Star Wars: The Old Republic. Sorry, you can be a good Sith or a dark Jedi. Yeah, I remember. I remember choosing between the two in one of those old Star Wars games. That's a long time ago. Uh, I love both Injustice games, but I never got uh, far enough to get into guilds. Says Derek. Hoping the game is good enough. I want to replay as a good character later because I'm definitely playing Dark Arts first. 
that's what I'm doing, Curse of the Hellmouth. That's what I'm doing. I'm jumping in right away and being bad. I'm going to be Slytherin. I'm going to be a bad boy. And I'm going to I'm gonna be rude to anybody they let me be rude to. Crucio is basically the force lightning of Harry Potter universe, says Sean. Uh, da, 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 da. Do we know if we can cast high-level spells? Good. Uh, going good with my daughter, says the Turk. Uh, and dark on my own. The daughter in dark? Oh, what, you got dark roast? Is that what you're trying to say? Yo, what's good, Rebus? How are you? Good to see you. I love it too, but yeah, you should play. It's fun. So according to the poll here, if you guys haven't taken the poll at the top of the chat, feel free to weigh in in the chat with why you chose what you chose. Hogwarts Legacy gameplay, would you embrace and use the dark arts? We got a lot of evil people here this morning. 75% are saying yes. 25% are saying no. Yeah, there's a Gamescom stream today. It's in the afternoon. Uh, the, the We're going to be covering the future game show at 2 p.m. Eastern. Yo, Stan Bino is kicking us off with five gifted memberships. Guys, gifted memberships are behaving a little bit differently now, so make sure you are still allowing gifts. Click in the chat if you can see that box that says allow gifts. If you can't see that, you might need to open up the stream in a browser uh, instead of using the mobile app, but make sure you have allow gifts checked. These gifted members go to the most loyal viewers, so we're not seeing all of them go out like we used to. Sometimes you will get an email that you have been gifted a membership because you've been watching the channel so loyally. So I would like to test something. I would like to see a member gifted train to see if it might force them to push them to the people in chat instead of people that aren't here. I'm glad that they push them to the most loyal viewers. That's an incentive for you to be here as often as possible and to watch uh, as much as possible because it's going to increase the likelihood you get one of those gifted memberships. This Friday night is community game night. There they go. Uh, This Friday night is community game night. So you want to make sure you're in the Discord. Oh, see, they're finally working like they used to. The Finn, Gaming Encyclopedia, Fandom Jumper, Invisible Mail, and Sea Salt all grabbed memberships. I love seeing them go that fast. The five of you, make sure you say thank you to Yo Stan Bino. Thank you for doing that. Very generous. This Friday night's community game night is Jackbox. You don't need to install anything. Just have a spare phone or tablet. You go to a website and you can play. Spare laptop would work too. You just go to a website to play Jackbox. We are letting Tier 2 members in first. Anybody can watch the stream as long as they're a member, but I'm going to give them the code first. So if you're wanting to cut in line for Jackbox, consider upgrading the Tier 2. Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition unboxing. Put the link in the Discord uh, in gaming news. Oh, they've already unboxed it? Let me see here. Oh, yeah, he's unboxing it. Is that their official channel? Do you guys want to watch this? It's only three minutes long. It's three minutes long. You Harry Potter nerds, you guys want to see this? Guys, give me the 200 likes and I'll show you the video. Why don't we do that? Let's get 50 more likes and I'll show you this unboxing. You guys want to see this thing? I think it looks pretty cool. I am not a huge Harry Potter guy. I probably will become a big Harry Potter guy when I finally read through the books with my kiddos. We're working our way through Redwall right now. And uh, I, I, I have a feeling I'm going to become a much bigger, uh, a much bigger Harry Potter fan. Uh, whenever we uh, whenever we finally read through the books thank you for providing that video um, who was that I want to say their name thank you Texas for providing that video in the discord uh, Jackbox on a Saturday morning looking forward to it nice 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 
We got 202 votes and only 155 likes. Yeah, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you push the likes. You know, Brian Jacques, man. Yeah, his books are fair. I really, really enjoy them. We're reading through Lord Brock Tree right now. It's it's friggin' awesome. Uh, guys, those gifted members got grabbed really quickly, so feel free to gift some more. Let's get some more people converted from gray name to green name, or let's con- convert people from non-badge to a badge, and then make sure every Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, any hitters, big hitters today at Gamescom? Well, I'm going to let you in on a little, a little secret. We're co-streaming the Future Game Show, and Christopher Judge is the host of the show, as well as the woman who voices Freya. So we got Kratos and Freya hosting the Future Games show. Christopher Judge and Danielle Basuti will be hosting that show. So if that's not good enough reason to watch to hear boy, uh, then I don't I don't know else how, how else to convince you. So that's a good reason to watch. Should have some good showings. Future Game Show was one of the best shows we covered during Summer Game Fest. So if you haven't smashed like yet, it's free to smash it. We only need 30 more, and I'll show you this unboxing. They've got a Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition unboxing video we're going to pull up. Thank you so much for being here. The latest Hogwarts Legacy news is that you're going to be able to embrace the Dark Arts. Yeah, 2 p.m. Eastern. We'll go over early like yesterday, Barrier. The Imperious Curse, Imperio, when cast successfully, the curse placed the victim completely under the caster's control. Yeah, so I wonder if they're going to let us use Crucio, they might let us use that as well. Like, you can torture somebody, maybe just make them do what you want, right? You know what I'm saying? Christopher and Danielle, sweet, in the words of Ken uh, Watanabe, let them fight. (laughs) Let them fight. Got a Steam Deck yesterday, not going to lie, I'm impressed. Some games run a little janky, but I love it. Thanks so much for being here, everybody. Make sure and also take the poll at the top of the chat. We're asking you, would you be willing? Would you be willing to use Dark Arts and Hogwarts Legacy gameplay? Would you embrace the use of Dark Arts? 75% are saying yes, 25% are saying no. I'm actually more interested in the people saying no. If you voted in the poll and you said no, I want to know why you said that. Like, are you going to do the good run first then the bad run or you just never want to use them? You want to remain pure in all of your uh, all of your playthroughs. Let's see. Available for interviews, Bebop sensors on trends in robotic skin and fabric sensors. Yeah, there's no reason for me to interview anybody like that. We're looking for our first coffee order of the day. If you've never ordered Reforge Roast, be sure to do that. I got four orders out there waiting for Adam... uh, Madam... Adam? (laughs) My wife's name is not Adam. Waiting for Madam uh, to take them and package them up. (laughs) Then you have the Killing Curse. I wonder if that will be used in the game as well collector's edition trailer dropped yeah i'm gonna show people the collector's edition unboxing once we get to 200 likes i'm actually gonna be that guy i want to see 200 likes before we hit 30 minutes live on the stream let's do it we can do it christina said i said no because i will use the dark arts but i won't embrace it and turn bad i get it i get it so you'll use them but you'll just use them out of like of necessity or only when you have to you know what i mean who's this adam person Crucio was the curse that lends to gameplay least naturally. I'd be surprised if all three were not there. We already know that the killing curse is in. Who is this ever? I said no because I want to do the good run first. I'll probably do the dark arts after. What's happening on back to Hogwarts Day in 2022? Oh, so there's a back to Hogwarts Day coming up or did that already happen? 
In my opinion, you have to choose the dark side. In IRL, you cannot do bad stuff because there are consequences. However, in game, go for it. That's right. Just be a total jerk. There is new Where Wins Meet gameplay available. I think you'll love it. I can't figure out if that's going to be a game that I'll enjoy, though. He described it as, as an interactive RPG. Is it going to be like point and click, or are you going to have actual seamless movement, combat, and traversal? Two more likes, and we'll watch this video, guys. Come on. Two more likes, and we'll watch the video. We're going we're gonna to give you, we're gonna give you the, the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition unboxing. And uh, let me get the volume and everything set up here. Let me get my headphones on. All right, let's get uh, let's let's get that. There it is, two hundred likes. All right, you guys can finally enjoy this. All right, you ready? Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Hey everyone, I'm Chandler Wood, Community Manager at Avalanche Software, and I am so excited to be able to finally show you something I know you've been waiting a long time for: the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition. We're gonna unbox everything in the Collector's Edition, but first, of course, it comes with the game, the Deluxe Edition of Hogwarts Legacy, which includes the Dark Arts Pack. The Dark That's really important that it comes with the game, chat. Dark Arts Pack includes a Dark Arts cosmetic set, which gives you a Dark Arts-inspired look for your character, the Thestral Mount, which is the only way you can ride a Thestral in the game, and the Dark Arts Battle Arena. As some additional digital bonuses, you will get- Wait, now- I don't know if I like that. Did he just say the only way to ride the Thestral Mount is with this pack? Or can you... I don't... I'm not sure I'm a fan of that. The Dark Arts Garrison Hat, which is part of the Digital Deluxe Edition. You'll get 72 hours of early access, which means you'll beat your friends to the race by three days. And exclusive only to the Collector's Edition is an in-game Kelpie robe for your character. All right, so finally... So yeah, they definitely have cosmetics that only come in the pack. He just doubled down on that. You can only get that Kelpie robe if you get this uh, this pack. Let's actually dive into this thing. First, you get this nice collector's edition box with some custom artwork. I mean, I wouldn't call that custom artwork, but okay. It's just the, it's just the logo, bud. First thing we've got in here is the steel case. This is the first time I'm seeing this, and it looks amazing. Uh, I love okay, the feel of hot. a steel case. These that's that's hot. That's hot for Harry Potter fans. That's pretty hot. I would say. I, I would say that's 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 dope. Just look good on your shelf. We've also got. This. Why are you presuming I have a shelf? I'm just kidding. This ancient magic wand. Okay. So- Okay, I'm not even a Harry Potter nerd, and I want that freaking wand. Pretty good magic wand. I feel like I could cast a spell with this. All right, what? Cut, cut, cut. <clears throat> uh, there is. Is that a plug? There's a plug on the table. Do you guys see the plug? I think that's the most important thing. Why is he not talking about the plug, sir? Could you please address the plug? some sort of book here we've got a map of hogwarts the black lake the forbidden forest and hogsmeade freaking joke of a book you can't even turn the pages this this is a this is a this is an nft in physical form if i've ever seen one they're in the middle of the book i'm totally kidding by the way the cover and spine of the book oh that's see that's hot bro this is cool this is cool stuff this is cool stuff man harry potter fans come on now 
The charger is for the wand? So, so plug it in and light it up, bro. Does it vibrate? The ancient magic logo there. And uh, this mysterious figure. It's very detailed. Uh, got a lot of little elements, the torn pages and everything. The book does uh, plug in. So we're going to get some technical assistance now. The book plugs in, you liar, Sean! And see what this thing does. This is going to be our first Reforge Reacts video. Uh, next thing we're going to address is the lack of use of the lighting in the background and um, the lapel mic pulling down on his shirt. It's just, it's really unprofessional. There is our floating ancient magic wand. Oh, no way. They used magnets to make it float. So That's super a dope. a little help from the muggles here, we have a little bit of magic. This is... Don't put this near your computer. Uh, you know, you turn that magnet on, you might, you might, um, you might actually erase your hard drive. Which, depending on what's on it, you might do that. You know, FBI, and you're like, and they like, why'd you throw your Harry Potter book at your computer? And you're like, oh, I just, you scared me, and it erased my hard drive. Such a cool piece, and I think I need to get one for myself. I may be taking this one home because. Uh, this is this is just awesome. Yo, it I, just I, rotates. Does it just rotate eternally, bro? I need this on my bookshelf. <laughs> I need that in front of me every day so that I can remember that I'm I'm a magical person and can do great things. And that's the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition. It is truly magical, even if we use a little bit of science to make it that way. Uh, but science is magic, you. F <laughs> it, it's really awesome to be able to present this to to you guys finally if you is that a green day i think he is a, he's is that a green day american idiot tattoo on his arm is this guy from my generation if you want to make sure you don't miss out on future hogwarts legacy announcements make sure to follow us on our social media channels you can also follow avalanche software on all of our social media channels uh and we'll be showing you a lot more cool stuff like this Okay, I'm not going to say saying that's it, quiet shy. I actually think that's a that's a that's a pretty nice thing to get for doing a collector's edition. That book and the wand, that's a really nice collectible. Usually you get like an art book and like a trinket this size, like a little guy. You know what I'm saying? Like a little dude to stand there. Yo, Swade, my man Swade hitting a six-month milestone. More working than lurking today, but still enjoying your content when I can. Thank you so much, Swade. Appreciate you very, very much. Yeah, you get 72 hours of early access. Now, I think that this collector's edition... <clears throat> you're paying $300 for that, though? Homie, you have to understand what we're dealing with here. It's Harry Potter! Of course people are going to pay $300 for that. Are you kidding me? These will literally sell out. They won't be able to keep these in stock. You freaking kidding me? That's called demand. And when demand is high, so is the price. You are you are you actually kidding me? Like if these books had been like touched by Daniel Radcliffe, they'd be another $100. You know, they'd be like, "Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe put his hand on each one, you know. Put a little bit of that magic Potter sweat on the book." More people, it would be more expensive, not worth the 300. Then don't buy it. That's the beauty. That's to see, that's the absolute beauty 
of how the market works. Don't buy it, you know, because there's going to be some Harry Potter nerd that is going to buy it because you didn't. These will sell out. These will sell out in the first hour. Yeah, I agree with Matazbo. These are gone in the first hour. No chance. No chance. If you don't try to order these literally today, you're not getting one. They're gone. It's a collector's edition. You're literally paying for the novelty of being one of the few people that have it, and it's a book with a floating wand. I mean, I actually think it's a really good little set. It's going to be a good set. That's why they're charging 300 for it, because they know this thing's going to sell almost immediately. I do want to draw your attention to something, though, okay? Uh, this is tangential, but it, it makes me feel good because it, it slightly proves me right. I want you to look down here, okay? I want you to look down here, and I want you to notice something, okay? PS5, PS4, and then they have Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC. The interesting thing to me is apparently Microsoft has now approved new graphical representations of their console that do not include the S. Just an observation. I know this is not a good game, you know, to to prove me right. Oh, they go on sale tomorrow. Thank you, Talika, one of our resident Potter nerds here. Um, I I know this is not a game to prove me right because it is landing on PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. The Switch release date is still unknown. This release date of February the 7th is for these platforms. We still don't know the Switch's date. But I just want you to, to consider something with me here, okay? In light of some of my predictions about gaming companies skipping the Series S, I just find it incredibly interesting that there's a new graphical representation for the Series X, and it doesn't include the S. This game is landing on the S, by the way. Why do they not have that little bar and the S? It would fit quite nicely underneath that Xbox logo. Series X, then you put the pipe, the bar, and then you put the letter S. Why is it not there? Why have you why have you created a graphical representation of your console that excludes the Series S? Just an observation, just, you know, just saying that could be that Microsoft is getting ready for games that want, you know, marketing materials and branding standards and press packets so they could say, "Hey, yeah, this is on the Xbox Series X." Swipe at Xbox necessary. I just got in. No, I, that's a brand new graphic distorted. Look at the graphic that I'm circling. That's not how they've been showing the Xbox Series X and S. It, 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 they always show both. On mine it shows X and S. You're misunderstanding. This game is launching on both consoles, the X and the S. I am merely saying Microsoft has come up with a new logo standard that excludes the S. Why would that be? What would be the reason for that? You have to consider that. That's all I'm saying. Just another breadcrumb in a series of breadcrumbs that's going to lead to a feast of me being correct that there will be games that skip the S. I'm just telling you right now, Microsoft drew up that logo for a reason. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Going to be delayed on the S? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Microsoft has just changed their logo for a more uniform look. Okay. (laughs) Okay. They, they, let's exclude the console that has more saturation in the market. <laughs> let's exclude our best seller from the logo. That makes a lot of sense. 
Anyway, anyway, I don't want to get lost on this. I don't want to get lost on this. We just watched the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition unboxing. Goes on sale tomorrow, August 25th. It comes with the book. You plug the book in, and it makes that wand spin. It's like a magnet, and it comes with a nice little cool steel case. You also get 72 hours of early access and a digital dark arts pack. Now, I want to talk about how this collector's edition adds credence to some of my thoughts about Hogwarts Legacy gameplay. The reason that there is a poll at the top of the chat that says, Hogwarts Legacy gameplay, would you choose to embrace and use the dark arts? Yes or no? 77% of you are saying yes, 23% are saying no. Now, this dark arts pack adds credence to some of my thoughts, okay? It adds credence to some of my thoughts. Yeah, Sony must have blocked the Series S logo. Yeah, like, look at how much capital Sony has down here. Look at that. Look at that. They are in charge of the marketing. Uh, They are in charge of the marketing. So, anyway. um, My prediction months ago was that Hogwarts Legacy, once it launches, a lot of the reviews and the headlines are going to say something to the effect of, Hogwarts Legacy, a surprisingly deep RPG. That's been my thought, been my prediction. This is not going to be a throwaway, you know, 10-hour game action adventure that you sort of never go back to. I think there's going to be lots of replay value, lots of depth, and I think it's going to get praised for being a very good RPG. And then obviously the trailer yesterday, the brand new trailer, the Hogwarts Legacy news was that you would be able to use the dark arts and according to the side quest that you can do, you will be able to embrace the dark arts, which to me adds depth to some of my predictions about the RPG nature, the replayability, ETC. Now, lo and behold, we have the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition, and what does it come with? A dark arts pack, a dark arts cosmetic set. So, in my mind, uh, a dark arts battle arena. I didn't see that. A dark arts battle arena? They didn't talk about that in the in the video. He talked about 72 hours early access, the Thestral mount, and then the cosmetic set. Did he glide over the battle arena and did I miss it? I might have not been paying attention because I was looking at the hat and thought the hat looked really cool. In any case, this adds credence to what we're saying. I think they're viewing the dark arts as playing a significant role in this game. It's out front and center. If you want to be a dark arts player, you have an outfit for it. You missed it. He talked about it. All right, hang on. I want to I see this. I want to. I want to add this to my. I want to add this to my. Uh, my dialogue. Where does he talk about? It? Is it early? Probably back right, here. So finally, in the game and the dark arts battle arena. As some additional digital bonuses, you will get the dark arts. He just says it in passing. He just says it in passing. Like. They want you to take on the the mantle, the mantra, and even the clothing of the dark arts. Like, look at that. Yeah, he just kind of glazed over it. He just mentioned it. Look, this is what it looks like. This is it. This is the dark arts battle arena. So I guess you're going to go down and fight. Are you going to... I want. It looks like you're going to fight waves. Because they have, like, barrels set up that you probably can explode as waves come. You know, it might be like a wave defense area. It might be an area where you can play against other NPCs. You know, in like 1v1s, duels, ETC. But, I mean, I think it's very, very clear. I think it's very, very clear that they're giving you the ability to really embrace being a dark arts player, which I think just, again, it adds to my my observation and some of my... The reason we're covering this today, the, the latest Hogwarts Legacy news came in the way of a Hogwarts Legacy trailer where they established that you can embrace 
the dark arts probably uh, not official but probably right I think the battle arena will be a dueling room or a PvE practice room yeah I, a dueling room would be interesting the real interesting about it is I don't know if you would call that a battle arena battle arena tells me that it'll be more like wave defense like you're gonna be doing battle and you know the, the, again the barrels I don't think you'd have barrels strewn about if it was a duel you know what I mean? Oops, step cl- too close to the barrel. Boom, and you like blow up the barrel. You know what I mean? Yeah, the skull on the hat moves. Do you guys see that? Watch. Skull on the hat is like, in the and the stuff is animated around it, and it's like animated on her sides as well. Um, So yeah, I, I actually think they've that there's going to be quite a bit here. There's going to be quite a bit with respect to your customization, the depth, and the things you can do with your character. I, I don't think it's going to be... I don't think this is going to be a, a very short visit for you. If you play this game and you go to Hogwarts, it's not going to be a short visit. This can be a long game, I think. Is Harry Par- Potter borrowing too much from Star Wars? I saw a really great stand-up bit that said that once. So it's basically the same story. What do you think about the battle... about battle OG Hogwarts found in the game? I'm not sure what you mean. We're getting more info on Back to Hogwarts Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back to Hogwarts Day is going to be... When is that? Talika put it in the Discord. The collector's editions go on sale tomorrow. Uh, They go on sale tomorrow, and if you want to buy them. Um, So... I feel like I'm playing Hogwarts right now. In Demon Souls PS5, I'm running a magic build. So fun. Also, amazing how smooth the frames are compared to Elden Ring. Sad. Yeah. I just don't like the... I feel like the animations of your character are clunky in that game. And I, I don't... I, I, I couldn't replay it. I wanted to replay it, and I couldn't. Oh, 1st of September. Thank you. Land of Hogwarts. There we go. Somebody that knows their stuff. So, back to Hogwarts is September the 1st, right around the corner. Uh, that'll definitely be something uh, worth checking out with respect to whenever we want more information about this game listen anytime we've covered this game we've had a really great time i am a safe for work broadcaster we will definitely be jumping into hogwarts legacy gameplay when it releases and launches so make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content i do live streams every day we'll also be covering sonic frontiers today uh look at this guys look at this guys look at the movement on that that's awesome We'll also be covering the future game show. Gamescom 2022 is in full swing, and that's where this new Hogwarts Legacy trailer came from that featured the Dark Arts. Battle of Hogwarts is in desk presentation, so maybe we'll have a battle like in Harry Potter. I'm a big Hogwarts fan, but I'm not paying $300 for that. Sadly, way too expensive for me. Lots of stuff dropping in September. Back to Hogwarts and D23 three is going to be a big month i don't know what that is what's d23 i just subscribe to your channel by the way well thank you yes if you want to talk in my chat you do have to subscribe it's free to subscribe we do have paid memberships and members only content on a regular basis uh but we also in do do two to three live shows a day that are totally free to consume and watch uh we are on usually gaming topics like, well, not usually. Every day we're covering some type of gaming news. So make sure you've uh, you've got your subscribe button pressed, the like button pressed. Um, you just pre-ordered the other another collector's edition and now this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, man. Look, if you want this book, if you want this book and you want that little wand to spin, 
uh, you know, the handsome guy in the red shirt doesn't come with it. But if you want that, if you want that right there, you're gonna need to uh, you're gonna need to save some pennies. You know, it's one of those things. Slytherin for the win. Oh, I'm. What's the song in the background? I don't know. It just switched. It's from our stream tunes playlist that we use. Yeah, I definitely want to go Slytherin, and I definitely want to go Dark Arts. Like, no question, no question about it. I want to. I want to dive in. Guys, could we get fifty more likes? There's plenty of you here. Uh, there's plenty of you here. We. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening. If there's buffering and you're having to refresh, we're just we, again. YouTube has been very funky, and we're just like people are. We're losing lots of folks. Uh, so if you're having to refresh and there's buffering, let me assure you that is not on my end. That is not something I have any control over. I I've been seeing weird behavior on the platform. I think YouTube's trying to push stuff out. Gifted members seem to be fixed. Uh, they were they were working kind of strangely, and now they're going out a lot faster. We already had five gifted members this morning, and they went out almost immediately. So this is everything that comes with it. I'm curious what you guys think about this, about the 72 hours for early access if you buy the collector's edition. Because it's one thing to give people early access when they pre-order, as just like a, hey, thanks for pre-ordering, you can play a day early or two days early or whatever. I don't know how I feel about having a 72 hours early access behind a $300 price point. That seems a little extreme to me, right? That seems a little bit beyond what most people are doing. Oh, the deluxe edition also gets 72 hours? What, and, okay, and the deluxe edition is what? Is, what's the price of that? I guess we could look up the the pricing differences. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy Deluxe Edition. Let's see here. Yeah, Hogwarts Legacy Deluxe Edition grants 72 hours of early access. This is according to GamesRadar.com. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you'll be able to play three days early in full or on February the 10th. Oh, so February the 7th is the early access date. February the 10th is the official date. I'm not seeing a price here on this report from GamesRadar. Um, oh, it's $80 for the Deluxe Edition. Okay, okay. So either way, either way, what do you guys think about them giving you 72 hours of early access for paying more money, right? Like, it's one thing to be like, hey, you pre-ordered, you can get into the game early, and that that kind of enables you to, to you know, have an incentive and a thank you for pre-ordering, but you're spending the same amount of money as anybody else. But to be like, hey, if you spend 80 or you know, 300 for the collector's edition, we're going to let you in three days early. What do you guys think about that? Both physical and uh, digital deluxe get the 72 hours. Okay, so as long as you're buying deluxe edition or above, you get the 72 hours. If that was the only perk, it would be enough for me, says Rudy. But having that included with the other perks is pretty cool. It's how they get streamers to pay back in. It's kind of odd for a solo PvE game, says Barrier. I hope uh, nine three fourths platform and train will be there. <laughs> I was like, "What are you trying to say?" I don't like it, but I care less because it's single player. Says Robert. It seems fine. Says Realm Rex. 
Don't they add early access to all games these days once you pre-order? That's what I'm saying, Theo. Generally speaking, right now when you pre-order, you get early access. They're like, hey, you can jump in early, you pre-order the game. As a thank you for pre-ordering the game, we're going to give you a skin, we're going to give you a little, you know, a little trinket. Oh, and then you, you, you know, you can play early. Putting it with the collector's edition and the deluxe edition, I think is a little bit different, uh, which is why I, I'm not necessarily taking an issue with it. I just don't know if I'm comfortable with that, right? I, I just, I don't know if I'm comfortable with it because I guess from the way I look at it, are we going to start paying, literally just paying money to get in early and nothing else? Like, are we, are we going to set a standard? Yeah, it being single player, not multiplayer, I'm not concerned about players getting in early and getting any kind of an advantage. I'm not worried about that. I'm more addressing the fact of like, hey, are we going to start monetizing early access? Like, yeah, pay 10 bucks to get in early, pay 50 bucks to get in early, whatever the heck, you know, like, cause that could start to become in as far as a standard in the industry. I think that could become pretty problematic if it does start to show up in multiplayer games. If you're just tuning in, we were taking a look at the Hogwarts legacy collector's edition trailer. Here's everything you get. That book is physical. It's like, it's the pages don't turn, but you plug it in and it makes the wand uh, levitate and rotate. You also get the Dark Arts pack. Now, according to the Hogwarts Legacy trailer from yesterday during the Gamescom opening night live presentation, uh, they made it clear that you will be able to embrace the Dark Arts, which the Dark Arts pack kind of reemphasizes the idea that there will be significant choices potentially in this game. You'll be able to dress yourself as a dark arts student. You'll be able to fly on a Thestral mount. Now, they did say this. The only way to fly on a Thestral mount is to get this edition. Now, does the Thestral mount come with a deluxe edition as well? Or is it just this one? Let me see here. They've got a picture. Yeah, you get the Thestral mount also for the deluxe edition. So if you can't chunk up the $300 to get this monsoon of a, you know, Harry Potter, you know, trinkets, then you can do the deluxe edition and still get the Thestral mount. So they're not going to be limiting the Thestral mount uh, and the cosmetic sets only to those who get the collector's edition. You can also get them from the deluxe. Thank you, Sorcerer. And you still get the 72 hours as well. You get an Onyx Hippograph mount and a Thestral mount. Well, that's interesting. I'm assuming when you do the collector's edition, you will also get the Onyx Hippogriff mount. Right? You are not going to get less by going collector's edition. The collector's edition is going to have everything at the same time, I would think. Is that a new trailer uh, barrier for that game? The new trailer? It's a minute and a half. Yes, it is. It hit today. Already 13,000 views. Okay. So, interestingly enough, the, the Deluxe Edition actually lists more things than this does. So, if you're enjoying my coverage, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. Uh, that way you can enjoy my coverage and my content. We'll be covering Sonic Frontiers today as well as the future game show. We'll be covering Gamescom uh, could we get 25 more likes? There's plenty of people here. Let's roll the likes over to 300. It does help out the video. I am a safe for work broadcaster. So if you're enjoying the coverage, if you like throwing me on in the background of your day, always remember to show that appreciation by supporting the channel with a like, with a subscribe and consider becoming a member or, or, or continuing your membership like Victor just did. Hanny's a tier two, 17 month milestone collector's edition looks dope. I'm not a big enough fan to get it, but the adult children uh, we're all about it as kids. I could see at least one of them getting this. Keep up the good work, Lono. Thank you, Victor. Hey, and Victor's a Tier 2 member. Keep in mind, if you're a Tier 2 member, 
we have the VIP room in the Discord, and uh, Talika right now has a bunch of game codes she can give away in there. If you're a Tier 2 member, check out that room. That's also where we're going to put the code for Friday night. If you're looking for a great community to hang out with, we're doing community game night this Friday for members, and everybody can play... Everybody can play because it's uh, Jackbox, but we are going to give the code to the Tier 2 members first. I'm excited to get the Deluxe. Yeah, which do you guys see yourself ordering? Do you guys see yourself ordering the Deluxe, the Collector's Edition, or just the Normal Edition? I think most people are going to land on Deluxe. They're going to get all the mounts and all the cool stuff, the 72 hours, and they're just not going to get the cool book. Yo, good morning, Helix Music. As a Harry Potter kid growing up, I'm super tempted to buy the Collector's Edition. Lido says Deluxe, Slow Mobius says Normal. Like there's much more to the game, right? I think so, Halo Overlord. My prediction is that Hogwarts Legacy is going to be reviewed and the people are going to say it's a surprisingly deep RPG. And the latest trailer that says you'll be able to embrace and use the Dark Arts and the fact that both the Deluxe Edition and the Collector's Edition comes with the Dark Arts pack, a Thestral mount, and a way to dress up as somebody who's embraced the Dark Arts. I I think it's going to be like a choose evil, choose good thing in this game. Now, I don't know how much that's going to affect gameplay. Pre-order the Deluxe or Collector's Edition and get the Onyx Hippogriff mount. Yeah, so for whatever reason, they just aren't showing that in this in this graphic. The, the Hippogriff mount isn't being listed, but you do, you do get it regardless. You get it for both Collector's Edition and the Deluxe Edition. I personally don't like to buy into anything more than the regular edition of games, says Slow Mobius. Digital Deluxe for me, that's where I'm probably going to land. I'd, I'd, I would probably get smacked by my wife if I if I got this $300 collector's edition and another book, another cool trinket that I can't put anywhere in my office because I don't have any room. She would probably get pretty mad at me. Like, you spent, you know, $220 on a book with a floating wand. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'll do Slytherin. I'm going to do Slytherin and I'm going to embrace the dark arts. My impression of this game was that you could choose between light and dark arts kind of like a fable game early on it was hard to tell whether or not it would be a pretty linear experience that everybody kind of has the same you know setup and same skills and same skill tree like a lot of the times when you play through a game like this your experience has a lot of parity and commonality with other people right everybody's played the same missions everybody gets the same skills everybody finds out that the same two spells are like the best spells to use right Hufflepuff for life. There you go. <clears throat> if you bought it launch, will be fairly bland for a few months. If you bought what? What are you talking about? I'm all in on the collector's edition, says Talica. Paying close to $300 for my God of War edition. Already warned my husband I was spending that on this one too. There you go. Dropping quite a bit. <clears throat> Shut your mouth, Malfoy, and take my money. <clears throat> Got it. I'm hoping they keep your morality tied to your choices and instead of just using the dark arts. Good wizards uh, should be able to use the dark arts if necessary without being made evil. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying I should be able to choose and use the dark arts without automatically making me a bad guy or an evil person. Right, right, right. Digital edition is what I will go for and hope you can use the dark arts without having to play as a dark wizard. Also, Team Slytherin. Yeah, so it seems like it seems like Silver Shadow and Siege Master are saying the same thing. They're basically saying 
if I choose to use the dark arts, I don't want that to make me automatically bad. I would like it to be able to use them and still be a good wizard and not be an evil wizard. Do you know what I'm saying? Is that a common thing in Harry Potter lore, like in the history and the fandom? Are there are there professors, are there famous wizards that sort of, you know, land in the gray area of they're good, but they 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 really really like and they use and they're very accustomed to and very adept with the dark arts. You know, <clears throat> we have 45 seconds to hit 300 likes. I need 18 more people to hit the like button. When we hit the one hour mark on the broadcast, they encourage me to run ads. They encourage me to interrupt the stream and I don't do that. So a really easy way to show appreciation for the fact that I don't run ads during the stream is to smash the like button. You can go even beyond that. Hit subscribe, talk in the chat, contribute to the poll or become a member or gift some members it, like we do not run ads during streams I don't think that's conducive to the live environments and I leave it to you guys to monetize what we do here instead of me monetizing it because it's an interactive live stream in the Harry Potter lore isn't magic tracked yeah I don't know I'm not a big Harry po- I'm not a, I'm not big up on the lore I gotta ask the Harry Potter guys I'm not a dark wizard I'm just misunderstood says legend status have they confirmed what they choose? That, they, that we choose our house outright or do we actually go through the sorting process with the hat? They have, they have indicated that you can choose the house that you want. Now, at, there, there's, there, there's a screenshot in the scene where somebody's wearing the sorting hat, right? And so I think if you want, you can go through the sorting hat process if that's something that you think would be enjoyable, Okay. But they're also saying, listen, if you just want to pick whatever you want to pick, then you totally can. You're not going to be forced to like go through the hat, the sorting hat. And if the sorting hat's like you're Hufflepuff and you're like, I don't want to be Hufflepuff. You'll be able to choose your house. Dark magic in essence makes you evil as you use it, says Rudy in wizarding world lore. So you don't really see good witches and wizards using dark spells. Harry himself has used two of the three unforgivable curses, curses, and he's the main character. Right, but Anbu, according to what Rudy is saying, the more you use it, as you use it, it makes you evil. So you wouldn't be able to use it all the time. It would, it would, it would, it would twist you and distort you as a person. Yeah, Snape embraced the dark arts. Snape was close. Maybe they ask you questions like a survey, and the hat picks based on those answers. Or you can just decide. Don't they just, don't they let students decide in the lore? Like if they don't agree with the hat sort, they can choose a different house. I think it benefits streamers more than anyone to get early access so they can have the first content posted on YouTube. Me personally, I can wait a couple of days. Sledge, most YouTubers that post content early are going to have it even before the early access because they're going to work with the developer and say, Hey, I'd love to, I'd love to get some recordings of your game before it launches. Harry used both Crucio and Imperio in the final book. He was still a good wizard, though he used uh, very few dark spells. The twisting only comes from certain darker magics. Uh, That's mostly just propaganda based on the idea of absolute power corrupts. The hat does take your choice into consideration in the lore. The hat chooses end of story. The hat asked Harry. 90% of players are going to go Slytherin. The whole thing in the hat senses your traits and places you appropriately. Though Harry did ask to be put in Gryffindor when the hat chose Slytherin. 
it's not the students can choose per se it's that they can express a preference which is taken into consideration okay okay more than likely here's what here i'm gonna make a prediction then i'm gonna make a prediction then if you guys are just tuning in we're covering the latest hogwarts legacy news we looked at the hogwarts legacy collector's edition trailer as well as now we're talking about the presence of the dark arts in the game and will you choose to embrace and use the dark arts take the poll at the top of the chat i i bet you this is what they do they make you go through the hat sorting process as like a flashback when you're creating your character because you're already in a house when the game starts. You're not going through year one. You're, you're multiple years in at that point. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if they do a flashback scene when you're creating your character and the hat straight up asks you where you would like to go and whatever preference you say is just where you end up, right? Or maybe you could be like, it's it's. A, I'm going to leave it up to the hat. Maybe you want to do an RNG run. That'd be really fun, right? Just total RNG run. You let the game decide. If the game's not going to do an RNG run for you, just roll the dice, right? Assign a house to each side of the die and then roll it. One through four, whatever rolls a one, you know, obviously just ignore five and six when it rolls a five or six. Just roll one through four, whatever it hits, that's what you're going to play as, you know. Use a random number generator, you know, website like random.org. One through four, click the button, and whatever it picks is where you go. You're joining Hogwarts in your fifth year. You're joining as a fifth year? Oh, you're a transfer. Oh. Well, as a transfer, would they still sort you then? Where are you transferring from? Just another school? Or are you transferring from another wizarding school? It seems they are advertising and leading the players into the dark arts. The hat could quiz you and the houses are based off of your answers. That's what I think would be cool is to like let you answer a bunch of questions and it's like this is where you've been sorted and they just let you pick if you don't like where you end up. Yo, what's good, Hervey? Saw you were live. Good to see you're so going strong. Thank you, sir. We don't know where we are. Oh, okay, okay. Where we were. I'm sorry, Janessa. We don't know where we were. They're different schools. Remember the Gobble of Fire, the Goblet of Fire movie? Have you seen the leaked gameplay trailer of Hogwarts uh, years ago? No, I don't remember seeing that. Yes, they will sort you. Okay, well, yeah, there's going to be a sorting process then, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if they let you choose or express your preference, and it just goes with your preference. They didn't know you had magic until you show that you could use ancient magic. You're accepted late. You have to do remedial courses to catch up. Okay, so they're creating a pretty interesting storyline to make sense of the fact of, like, why would you be coming in and going through, like, you know, remedial courses? What's good, A9S9? How are you? Vacation was solid, man. It's good to be back. I've been back for a week and a half, and it's feeling real, real good. The support from the main audience has been so steady and reliable. It's awesome. We're seeing a growth in total view count every day, total total number of people here. Memberships have slowed down a little bit, but I think they fixed it. Gifted members weren't working. I mean, I'm sorry, they were working, but they weren't working fast to create hype. And somebody did some gifted members this morning, and it was like really fast again and really exciting. So let's get back up on the horse. We fell below 1,200 members, and we can't have that. We want that. We want the 1,200 members to be like our floor. So feel free to jump back in as a member for five bucks a month or gift some members to get us back up there. Don't forget, we end every day with members-only content and we do a members-only stream every Friday night. The best way to not miss out on that content is to be in our Discord. 
it's probably where the hat asks what house did you place what house did I place you in and why I think the earlier showcases said you transfer into the fifth year due to mysterious circumstances you have secret magic or something there is a sorting process but the student has to play catch up presentation they showed a little of the character creation and there was tab at the end uh, with the Hogwarts emblem so I think that's where you pick your house Oh, like the leaked character creation. This sort of gameplay leaked in 2018. That's, oh, that's a a Reddit post shows. Here's the leaked gameplay. It looks awesome even back then. So four years ago, yeah, four years ago, there was leaked gameplay on Reddit. And he's like walking around and he's casting. So he breaks through a door and a sword kills some guy. Yeah, the, yeah, the gameplay looks dope even back then. I'll uh, I'll agree with that, actually. I'll agree with that. If you guys haven't taken the poll at the top of the chat, we'd love to know why you chose what you chose. Hogwarts Legacy gameplay, would you embrace and use the dark arts? Yes or no? 77% are saying yes. 23% are saying no. Why'd you pick yes or no? We'd love to hear from you. You do need to be a subscriber to the channel if you want to talk in the chat. Keep in mind, I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster. There's not a lot of people out there that, that stream as often as I do. We stream every single day, multiple times a day. And they also don't keep it safe for work. And I do that. So you can throw me on in the background of your day, almost like a podcast or a radio show. And because I keep it safe for work, you don't have to worry about the language that I'm going to be using. Uh, somebody mentioned me in something on Instagram. Oh, cool. February 23rd, February, let's go. Who is this guy? Oh, thank you. Mm -mm -mm. Is this somebody that's here? You look so familiar. Your your husband looks familiar. Um, Extremely familiar. And I can't, it might just be, I might be losing my mind. I don't know if this person hangs out here. They took a screenshot. And they posted it on Instagram. I got tagged. Dark all the way, says Sichuan. Too bad the game got delayed, says Halo Overlord. Hopefully the devs have enough time to polish the game to standard. I don't think this game was delayed for polish. I think they delayed it because of God of War, Ragnarok, and PS5. I think I think the Hogwarts Legacy delay was something that Sony recommended. We have a theory about this. I think it's a pretty good theory. So I think God of War Ragnarok landing in November is also going to get a resurgence in December, and here's why. I think they're going to do a PS5 restock in December for the holidays, and I think they might even... Oh, that's my wife. Okay, Cody. You look familiar, Cody. I was like, oh, who is this? I went to her Instagram, and I was like, oh, with with respect, I don't have a whole lot of ladies that watch me, right? So I was like, who is this? Oh, well, here's, here's a feminina that enjoys my content. It's usually dudes. And then I saw pictures with you, like, your family's beautiful. And I was like, who's this guy? Like, he looks familiar. I don't know why you look familiar. I don't know if I ever met you at a conference or something. You, you just, there's a familiar, you have a familiar face to me. Sonic's November the 8th. Yeah, that's our second show of the day. That's the second show of the day. Situan, thanks for renewing again. That's six months of membership. Thanks so much. I'm a Hufflepuff through and through. I don't want to touch the dark arts, especially not in my first playthrough. What's the news? So yesterday, a brand new Hogwarts Legacy trailer debuted during Gamescom opening night live. And uh, I'm I'm new here and I'm a female. Yeah, good to see you, Janessa. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. 
Um, <laughs> it's it is it is. I'm also a feminine. Oh no way! We're gr- we're growing. We're 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 growing in our feminine appeal somehow. It's probably Harry Potter. It's not my my bearded face. It's probably Harry Potter. <laughs> it has nothing to do with me and how how attractive I am. That's not what it is. Shush! Don't scare them away. Yeah yeah yeah. We're 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 slowly increasing our footprint. I've been looking for you, Lono. Finally able to find you after a year. Glad I did. Love your content. Thank you, Sergio. Good to see you. I'm not a male. I know, nerd mother. I know. I know. Quiet shy. Yeah, one of our mods is a girl. Uh, so, well, no, two of our mods are, are girls. Uh, Rad's just not here that often. But quiet shy is here pretty much every day. Longtime female fan. Us girlies love Harry Potter. We look. We're hey, look at this. We're getting a. We're actually. We actually have a lot of a lot of ladies here today. I don't want to do that thing. You know that thing in like gaming world where they're like, oh my gosh, there's girls here, right? Are, I wonder if they're hot. Like I don't want to. I don't want to do that. But it is kind of cool. As a, I've been doing this for like eight years, and then and the split of like male to female is like ninety five percent to five percent. So it's always cool to see that that potentially increasing. You know what I mean? Females come out in droves for the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a female. Okay. Well, great. You're welcome. I, everyone's welcome. I don't care. I don't care what you call yourself, right? You know, I don't care what your what your label is. I just think it's fun when we see that shift a little bit in how long we've been doing that. How long we've been doing this, I'm sorry. I'm not hot. I'm a grandma. There's no way for us to know that. So, you know, I'll take your word for it. Although I do think there are hot grandmas out there. Can you imagine if, like, Helen Mirren was your grandma? You know what I mean? You'd be like, listen, I got a hot grandma. They're like, why do you put your grandma on your Christmas card? You're like, because I got a hot grandma. I think the world needs to see. (laughs) People would be so confused. They'd be like, I I like getting a Christmas card from you, but why do you always put Helen Mirren on it? That's my grandma. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> love your streams girl here too thank you lady natsu that's why most females, most females don't say because we always get the omg it's a yeah, female I know I know Janessa I definitely know that's a trope that is a trope in the gaming world you know that is a trope in the gaming world <laughs> so that's going to be a short yeah that's going to end up as a short for sure I'm joking. I hope you know I'm a female. Uh, I hope you know I'm a male. I mean, I clicked on your YouTube profile, Donovan, and I was like, yeah, whatever whatever, whatever floats your boat or your surfboard, brother. Yo, what's good, Mike on the mic? What's good, Mike on the mic? Goblet of Fire was the best. That's a trope in the world. Forget gaming. It is a trope in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Work alert taking uh, an interesting turn today. Hot grandmas. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. That's Nerd Mother's fault. I didn't say that. Nerd Mother said, I'm not hot, I'm a grandma. And I was like, I don't know if that's always true. Uh, okay, one of the, the community manager from Hogwarts Legacy said, we've seen this being asked by quite a few of you. The PC version of the Collector's Edition will include a digital code for the game. The PlayStation Xbox Collector's Edition include a physical disc for their respective platforms. Well, but you still get the steel case no matter what, right? I mean, there's nobody playing on a freaking computer that wants a dadgum disc. I don't even think I have a disc drive. I don't think any of my rigs have a disc drive. If you sent me a CD or a DVD or whatever, I wouldn't be able to do anything with it. I wouldn't be able to do anything with it. Like, what? 
Oh, it would sit there. It would sit there on the desk and be like, what am I supposed to do with this? New poll in the chat. Is your grandma hot? Lono wants to know. (laughs) Yeah, I want those. I want those Christmas cards in my P.O. box. (laughs) Gross. Get rid of slimy girls. That's right. Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, we talk to everyone here regardless who they are. That's true. That's true. I don't know if it's just me, but usually when I'm viewing gaming streams, guys usually ignore my chats because I'm a girl. I'll be honest with you, Hannah. I actually think I do the opposite. I think when I see a girl talk in chat, I make sure to read what they say. Be probably, I probably do that because of that. I'm like, I want them to know they can come here and get interaction. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a daughter. I think about these things. You know what I mean? I'm like... You know, when she's older and wants to get into gaming or go on YouTube or wherever the frick, I'd be cool if that wasn't as as much of a thing anymore, you know? So I actually try to do that. I do. Especially when I see a new name. If I see a new gray name and I'm like, oh, there's, there's a woman in chat. Let me make sure that I respond to what they're saying so they don't feel like they're getting, you know, shoved to the side. Lona will know for sure that grandmas are hot in about 15 to 20 years. Yeah, I am 40 years old, so, you know, I'm not I'm not far away from that. Ah. Let's see here. I haven't had a disk drive in a PC in a long time. Yeah, like, if you guys are curious, the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition comes with a steel case. It comes with a floating wand. Uh, I don't know why that says life-size. That, what? Why does that say life-size? What on earth? Are they? Oh, are they saying life size? As in the book and the wand are life size? They're not miniatures. Now I understand. I was like, why would it say life size? Okay, I was like, I stalled out on that. I'm like, that's so freaking weird. Anyways, uh, it uses it, like the book plugs in, and there's like a magnet to like uh, spin the wand. And people were curious about the uh, the steel case. So if you buy the PC version. You'll get the steel case, but you'll get like a code. You're not going to get like an actual disc. Most collector's editions do that now. That's like a pretty common thing. We had another big drop in viewership. I don't know why that keeps happening. I don't know why we go up into the four tens, four thirties, and then drop all the way back down. If YouTube is buffering or my audio is skipping or you're having to refresh, I just want you to know that that's not me. I think sometimes people probably think that's me, like my stream's having trouble or something. Uh, That's definitely YouTube. They've been doing some things recently, and we've noticed that it makes people have to refresh, which sadly, I I don't have any control over that, right? We've we've analyzed my internet connection and bitrate and the way that we stream and all of that to make sure that you don't get lots of buffering and, and stutters. Um... You told people there were girls here and they got scared and left. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, maybe I mentioned that there were girls here. I really looked at gameplay for this. Is it like an RPG type game? Yes, yes. It's uh it's definitely it's definitely gonna be a more RPG type of game. Um if you've seen the gameplay, it's like third person action adventure style. Uh it's third person action adventure style, and the the combat looks looks fairly approachable uh it looks fairly approachable and uh let's just we can take a look at the trailer uh from yesterday and just kind of give you guys a glimpse here of you know what it looks like and this is yesterday when i saw this i was like okay they're taking this game down a darker tone uh they're they're gonna make it they're gonna make it a game where you can have good important choices meaningful choices embracing the dark arts 
and and potentially becoming a dark wizard i don't they haven't necessarily said whether or not your your choice to embrace the dark arts will change your story and your experience they've not really said that but they do show crucio and the guy says you can either wield it or he can he can do it to you uh and so it looks like here it looks like here for whatever reason, I can't figure out why they show these two options. Are they mad? And what's their response? They both do the same thing. They both do this. It looks like they both do the spell. So I can't tell if they're if one of them is supposed to be saying no and the other is saying, yeah, go for it, bro. Got some zombie action going on here. Which... I, I guess I have a question about the zombie thing. One of my planned discussion questions is, do you think the zombie thing is a little too much video game or is that something that w- that fits into the Harry Potter world? I think it fits the way they set it up. You got all these skulls and you're like down in a crypt and then this big giant guy. Do you see him? Look at this. Look at this frame here. I almost used this for the thumbnail. Look at that. He's uh he's pretty menacing. Oh hang on. Let me use my extension. There we go. Looks like a PvP dual mode to me. Left he teaches you and you use it. Right side he casts it on you. Yeah, because he said I can either use it, you know, I can either use it on you or I can teach you to use it, like whichever you want. And uh and again to re-emphasize the fact that the dark arts are gonna play a pretty significant role here. Both the Deluxe Edition and the Collector's Edition comes with the Thestral Mount, Dark Arts Cosmetic Set, the Dark Arts Battle Arena, uh, Dark Arts Garrison Hat, uh, and they both come with 72 hours of early access. So you you will have the ability to completely outfit yourself in, in Dark Arts garb if you want to look that way, if you want to you look like her and, uh, and get your Thestral Mount going. The only way... According to the community manager in the collector's edition video, the only way to get the Thestral Mount is through the deluxe or collector's edition. You cannot get the Thestral Mount in the game uh, just by like playing or unlocking it. So if you want a Thestral Mount, this is how you do it. Now they also give you the Onyx Hippogriff Mount. We don't know if that's only available uh, through these or not. We're not really sure. I'll be pre-ordering the Deluxe Edition. Skeletons are undead, not zombies. Yeah, but they didn't look like skeletons. They had skin on them. Like, they're not just walking around as... They're not just walking around as as skellies. That's... that's Those are kind of... Those are like zombies, bro. They still have their noses. They have eyeballs. They have flesh. Right? That they're very zombie-esque. I'm not anti-zombie. I just wondered what like the Harry Potter nerds thought, right? Maybe it's a ghoul. Yeah, I mean I guess you could consider it a ghoul. It looks like people that were dead and they're coming back to life. So not zombies, but almost kind of like a zombie. It's an undead person walking around. I just can't justify spending three hundred dollars on a floating wand. <laughs> I'm telling you, my wife, my wife would be so aggravated with me if she found out I spent an extra because the the deluxe edition, the digital deluxe edition is you know eighty to spend two hundred and twenty more dollars on a floating you know on a floating wand. The skeleton could actually be the imperious curse, says Talica. 
That's a Draugr from Elder Scrolls. That's right. What are the chances of this game not being what we're expecting it to be? I think everything they're showing is a very... I've, I've said this numerous times. I'm not a big Harry Potter guy, so this isn't a bunch of like Harry Potter fandom bias and hype. I think this game is going to surprise people with the fact that it's a really deep RPG. I've continued to say that I think that the headlines will be Hogwarts Legacy surprisingly deep RPG. It's not just like some linear action adventure game you're going to beat in 13 hours. I think it's going to be a lengthy gameplay. I think there's going to be replay value. The fact that according to this trailer, you can embrace the dark arts if you want and and potentially become a dark wizard like that that right there I think is is a huge a huge reason to think there's more to this game than just like, you know, a, a super straightforward, you know, Harry Potter game where nostalgically you get to walk around Hogwarts Legacy and go on little missions. They are in fairy and are man-made magical creatures from a dark wizard. In fairious, reanimated dead bodies used by dark wizards. So apparently then, this footage indicates we're going to face a dark wizard down in this place, right? Because these in fairy are walking around, or how are you supposed to say it? In fairy, in, in fairy, in, in fairy. See them all? And then this guy... There's a guy that there's a guy that pops out. Him right there. Ooh, let's get a frame of him. Yeah, right there. He's wearing some kind of a mask. Kind of similar to the mask that you end up wearing. You know? We're gonna face a dark wizard down there who's putting putting the, the, the zombie not zombies after us. It's a Slytherin tomb, so it might be a curse that he placed before he died. Maybe, maybe, but it does look like we're gonna face a dude like an actual person that's down there in the area and then some big whatever that is a troll I guess sometimes the the, the emotion capture is not so great but I feel like they do a really really good job right there not here but this if you look at her if you look at her face and his face I feel like they're actually doing a better job here with the emotion capture his transition from like oh no to like determined slightly angry I feel like they're doing a pretty good job. You're inferring they're inferious? Yeah, there you go. You're inferring it. You're inferring that they're inferious. That's right. So there, there's, there's the, there's the deluxe edition, you know, more dark arts stuff, more dark arts theme. Yep, that's a troll. I think this game looks great, but Harry Potter doesn't draw me, says Derek. Evil West, though, I'm buying that for sure. Yeah, Evil West looks really fun. I have a business idea. I could make magnet books and wands and sell them for cheaper. Just kidding, of course. Hey, you know, undercut the market. You know, you might have to get licensed to sell anything that has the name Harry Potter, and they might have a patent on that book so that you can't just do that. Here all week, folks. Yeah, thanks, Cujo, for that amazing joke. That AoE fire explosion spell looks sexy. Yeah, I like... I've actually thought over time, when we first covered this game... When we first covered this game, I thought the gameplay looked a little janky and I was a little bit worried, but the more I've watched it, I'm like, no, I think the gameplay looks pretty good. I think the gameplay is landing appropriately. So August 25th tomorrow is when you'll be able to buy it uh, in store or digitally. Now, again, this ending card is because this is on the PlayStation YouTube channel, so they are obviously not promoting the other platforms, but this will be on 
the Xbox One, the Series X, and the Series S. The Switch date is currently unknown. It is currently unknown. What about Lies of P? Game looks awesome. Yeah, we didn't cover Lies of P because like I just don't know if we have enough to cover yet. I thought this was better because they, we actually had a really good description in the video that established gameplay mechanics that I think might be significantly impactful on your experience as well as the replay value of the game. That's why we're asking in the, in the poll at the top of the chat, Hogwarts Legacy gameplay, would you embrace and use the dark arts, right? We're, we're, I'm curious about that aspect. Like, Lies of P looks good, but I need a, I need a bit of a deep dive, and then I want to cover Lies of P. I'm pleasantly pleasantly surprised that Lies of P looks like it has more in common with Sekiro than Bloodborne. That might be our lead topic for another day, but I didn't want to jump on that just yet. I wanted to give them an opportunity this week to maybe give us a little bit more information. To all the people that are newly subscribed today, I'm going to pause the video. Usually we are in this scene doing a talk show, highly interactive, so feel free to chime in in the chat after subscribing. I'm also safe for work, so you don't have to worry about the kind of language I'm going to use. You can subscribe in confidence. Throw me on in the background of your day. I'm definitely looking forward to this and Dune. Dune looks amazing. I, I want to see gameplay. I think the concept of an open-world survival MMO Dune game is freaking perfect. I think that's a match made in heaven, but I want to see gameplay. Yeah, Timezy is more like Sekiro. That's right. In the Deathly Hollows, the Inferious Curse was placed many years prior to them attacking Harry and Dumbledore, but I definitely think there will be some serious enemies to take down. Oh yeah, that's right. When they're like, is that when they're like climbing out of the water or whatever the frick? And like Dumbledore goes crazy, he's like whipping the thing around, and he has to drink the water, and he's like telling Harry he can't do it. He's like tells tells Harry he has to make him. They're getting like one of the final Horcruxes, I think. Are we getting the Switch Collector's Edition? I don't know. I would imagine there's going to be a Switch Collector's Edition. Right now, the Collector's Edition looks like this, and it's just it's just showing PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PC. And they told us that the Switch date would be forthcoming. I would imagine... I would imagine that when it finally gets a Switch date, they'll let people on the Switch do the same thing. I would think... I don't know though, collector's editions are kind of funky, they, you know, they only make so many, but maybe they've got some set aside for the Switch when it finally launches, because I don't know if you'd want to like, upset the Switch audience, there's a lot of them, they, their console saturation, it's about to be the, the, the highest quantity sold console in history, uh, when compared, when compared to other, other platforms, I think, I think the Switch is going to run down, what's like the highest quantity sold console in history, isn't it like the PS2 or something like that um, I think that they're 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 predicting that the Switch is going to run down the PS2 in, in total quantity of sales which would be, would be pretty interesting if, if and when that were uh, to happen because I don't think a lot of people expected that 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 uh that record to ever be broken at least not anytime soon you know Le- i you know at least not anytime soon i doubt it hits ps2 ps2 was nuts i thought there were predictions that the switch might run it down or at least it continues to shrink the gap between them i think playing uh such a beautiful game on switch would be a crime rather get secondhand ps4 pro from ebay the switch version i imagine will be pretty rough 
Well, I will say this. From what I've seen of gameplay, this thing is going to run on the PS4 as well as the Xbox One. From what I've seen of gameplay, I think Hogwarts Legacy will run fine on the Switch. They'll dumb a lot of it down, and then it'll just be 30 FPS. I don't think it'll be that bad. I just think they're going to have to really dumb down the graphics. Because Breath of the Wild has a lot of really huge, wide-open areas. This game has big areas, but not quite as big as Breath of the Wild. And Breath of the Wild's graphical style enabled them, I think, to get away with some of that. I do think Hogwarts' graphical style is going to be a challenge for uh, for the Switch because there's a lot of intricacies in the walls and the characters and in the backgrounds and stuff. And they'll have to dumb a lot of that down, really, really rein in the draw distance. Like, things just far away will not be you know, detailed shadows, lighting, and all that will be turned off beyond, like, you know, 10 feet. I bet the Switch will be a streaming game for Switch. Yeah, I could see it being a streaming game. That's true. They could do the cloud version. I cannot imagine Hogwarts running on Switch. I expect it to look like a GameCube port. Use your onlys better. Only 155 million. PS2 is only 155 million. Yeah, how is that an only? Only 155 million. Uh, Witcher 3 is dog poo on the Switch. Hey, Abe, I got an AeroPress coffee maker. Great recommendation, says Mick D09. What's the price of the Digital Deluxe Edition? Digital Deluxe Edition is $80. If you guys want to get Hogwarts Legacy Digital Deluxe Edition or the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition, right here is Collector's, and then right here is, let me back this one up so we have two nice screenshots. Here's your Digital Deluxe, everything that comes with it. Um, These will go on sale tomorrow, August 25th. Uh, I think the Collector's Editions are obviously going to sell extremely fast. Um, so I, I expect, I expect them to sell out probably within the hour that they're available. They are $300, but you'll be able, you'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to get those starting tomorrow. If I search Hogwarts Legacy trailer or Hogwarts Legacy, we are, well, just Hogwarts Legacy. We're right up at the tippity top. Uh, if we search Hogwarts Legacy news, yeah, so we're probably getting a great draw. If you found my channel today by searching YouTube, or maybe I was recommended to you, maybe I was on your homepage, I appreciate you clicking on my stream. This is pretty much what we do. We just pick a topic, and we just kind of bat it around and discuss and, and, and talk about all the different angles and aspects of it. And a lot of the times, I save... Uh, I save sort of recommendations. We're actually getting a huge click-through of people who are watching the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition unboxing. So if you clicked on me after watching that, I greatly appreciate you coming by. Um, I'm curious what you guys think of this, because we've been kind of speculating that the Dark Arts are going to play a pretty significant role in your experience. How much of an impact do choices need to have in games like this? Should it be a little, a lot, not at all? Like, when you choose to go Dark Arts go down that path of being a dark wizard how much of that should be impacting the game should it be a lot a little or not at all because i think there's two sides of the argument there's people that are like it should really impact your gameplay it should really impact the story but then there's other people that are like well i'd like to do it but i don't want certain aspects of the game closed off from me and then a lot of people would push back and say well then that doesn't make the the decision doesn't seem like it matters very much right the decision doesn't seem like it's important if it's basically everybody's having the exact same gameplay experience. Juan says a lot. Halo uh, Overlords has a lot of impact. Christopher says it should be in the middle. That seems uh, what it seems like, says the Lewis. What you mean? 
Are people just hyped for the lore? I don't know if they're just hyped for the lore. I'm excited that there's going to be dark tones in the game, dark magic, as well as what seem like important choices. Guys, if you're enjoying the stream, do me a favor as well. It's totally free to do this. It's totally free to hit the like button. You might have to minimize chat on mobile to do it, but let's set our sights on 400 likes. There's way, way more people here than we need. I mean, we have more than enough people to smash that button. I just need the Onyx Hippogriff. That's all I want, says Janessa. I think it should be a lot, says Hannah. Like Snape, he didn't want to be dark anymore, but at the core, he was dark. I personally think that it should completely change your story experience. There should be certain quests, NPCs, and things that open up to you, and other things that close to you. I think that's how it should go. Yes. How do I gift? Down at the bottom of the screen, there's a dollar sign. If you click that dollar sign at the bottom of chat, you can do a super chat tip. That tip goes directly to me. You can become a member or gift members. I would love to see a gifted member train so we could get back up above 1,200 members and get more new people in our members-only content. Lots of new people here today. Would love to see some of those names get badges next to them. Oh, you're on mobile? You might not be able to do it on mobile until you go to a browser. Cashbox says, it would make for better replayability if choices affect the story. I I agree with you. I think that's why it should impact. Listen to the description underneath the latest uh, Hogwarts Legacy trailer. This is what they say beneath the trailer. Should you choose to befriend Slytherin student Sebastian Sallow, you will be faced with the decision to embrace or reject the dark arts as you uncover his family's mystery during his questline, right? during its questline. Somebody just hit a seven-month milestone, but they retracted it, probably because it's got their name there, maybe? Um, Sorry that that happened. You might not have been expecting that. Now, it also says here, as you learn more about the Salos family mystery, you decide whether to engage with or even embrace the dark arts. Now, this is one of Hogwarts Legacy's optional companion questlines. So the Dark Legacy trailer, so it's the Hogwarts Legacy Dark Legacy trailer. I want you to think about that. Think about the naming that they're doing. The name of the game is Hogwarts Legacy. They put out a trailer called Dark Legacy. Almost as if that's a path you can choose. You can choose to go down the dark the dark line. And that's what I'm curious about. Optional side missions like that that might potentially influence the entire game and your and your story and how you feel. Liking isn't free. Don't listen to them. It'll cost your finger tapping once for free. (laughs) Using dark art should affect character and people's reactions to you. I do think it should be impactful, says Siegemaster. I do like the idea of a good wizard taking a risk by using dark arts because of their possible corrupting influence. Maybe you could conceal the fact that you're a dark wizard, says Mouse. Your choices will definitely affect the story, says Tyrone. P. Dudley says, yes, embrace the dark arts. Well, if the poll at the top of the chat is any indication as we as we near 800 votes, Hogwarts Legacy gameplay, would you embrace and use the dark arts? 77% of you are like, yes, I would. Yes, I would. Which to me means a lot of you are evil and horrible people. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I think that's because people like the idea of, of being the bad guy. People want to be a little naughty and they don't want it to infect their real life. You know what I mean? All this sounds good, except it's Harry Potter. I don't... I, that's the thing, though. I feel like Harry Potter is is going to grow on me as I read the books to my kids. 
if you gave me a game right now based in the red wall universe and i could be a squirrel or a hare or um or a or an otter or a badger and it was this awesome open world rpg with all these choices and the main central hub of the game the social hub was redwall abbey and you'd venture out in all these places and and meet npcs and do quests and fight other animals i'm actually pitching what would be an amazing game by the way i would i would want to play that so much and had i not read the books i might be like yeah i don't know you know i don't know evil grandma that's right that's right or like that that what's that the family feud clip make a grandma on nicka huh steve harvey is so good there's an indie game where you play as a squirrel with a gun yeah i've seen it i've seen it it's not out yet though have you started reading that with your kids no we're saving harry potter we're gonna finish Redwall. we're about halfway through the Redwall series we're on book 13 of like 22 books after that i'm not sure what we'll do i'm not sure I think I might wait for another year before we do Harry Potter because Harry Potter can get a little scary. Telltale games show you that with good writers, you can have completely different storylines at the end uh, uh, and in the same place. Well, I don't know if that proves that, YouTube Lurker. I don't know if that proves that for one particular reason. For one particular reason. Telltale games literally sell you on the idea of a choose-your-own-adventure. That's part and parcel to the game, right? So, I don't know if everybody likes that in a game like Hogwarts Legacy. I think... I don't think there's going to be any online gameplay or PvP, uh, Alexa. But they did say that there's going to be a Dark Arts Battle Arena... But I don't think that's what that's going to be. I think the Dark Arts Battle Arena is going to be like a wave-based area based on the based on the screenshots that we saw. There's like barrels in the room. I don't think you'd have barrels in the room for like a PvP or a dueling area. I think the barrels are there because you use them strategically when the waves of enemies are coming. So, but to, but to answer the question of like, I think of like, do people want a game with choice or do they not? I think a lot of the times, I think gamers don't really know what they want. I think people say they want a game with choice. I think people say they want a game where they can choose different things and have freedom. But I also think people don't like that. It's like your kids. They act like they don't want any rules and they want to stay up super late and do whatever they want. But the truth is, psychologically, they don't. They want, they're testing the barriers. They're testing, you know, your restrictions because it makes them feel safe. Okay. I think in gaming, there's a similar psychological thing at play. I think we fight and we scream and we yell and say we want freedom and we want choices to matter. But then when games actually do that, we kind of surprise Pikachu face and we're like, well, no, not like that. Like, I don't want to make a choice that's going to completely change the rest of my game. You end up going through like choice paralysis. You're like, I don't know if I want to choose left or the right road. I don't know if I want to choose the light or the dark path because that's going to affect the rest of my game. And I don't know if I like that, right? Hey, there we go. We've not had a big gifted bomb in a while. Oscar dropping a 10 gifted membership bomb in the chat. Chat, if you see that box, you should be able to click below it. Allow gifts. Do me a favor and do that. Okay, that's going to be a very quick blip. We we switched ingest servers. Sometimes YouTube does that. There will be a follow-up blip. When the follow-up blip comes, 
if it starts to mess with your audio or your broadcast just refresh okay there will be a follow-up blip we just switched ingest servers make sure and click that button and accept those gifted memberships they worked better earlier so hopefully we can see that fix uh how quickly memberships are grabbed and also the hype train surrounding them just as a warning again if you can hear my voice you might get you might get a follow-up blip oh hannah got one of the gifted memberships oh they're starting to go out here we go here we go hannah got one and mouse got one i love seeing two people that have been highly engaged in the discussion get one bandit got one love to see it i love to see people in the chat getting these memberships faster than they got them in the past very very awesome thank you thank you thank you thank you um we appreciate people supporting the channel and becoming members so when you're here and you're watching and you're engaged and you're chatting thank you so much for that uh who else grabbed one couple more people are grabbing them gabriella grabbed one connor grabbed one eric got one there you go Make sure if you're a member, consider getting into our Discord. Our Discord server has increased access for members. That's also one of the best ways to not miss out on members-only content. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of the ten have been grabbed. That means there's four more to grab. Now, some people get emailed when they're not here because they're super faithful to the channel. So, the, oh no, it looks like the four remaining might be getting grabbed because Michael Fawcett just got one. There you go. So, three remain. I like that they're actually all getting grabbed seemingly in chat now. I, I think it should give preference to people that are in the stream. I do like that they're trying to reward loyalty. So, the more you're here and the more you watch, the more likely you're going to get a gifted membership. Um, and go ahead and smash the like button. We only need 11 likes. We only need 11 likes to uh to hit 400 likes and we might need that those blips and those ingest server hops really hurt viewership sometimes because youtube thinks we're we're losing viewers or gaining viewers and losing them all at the same time which doesn't look good uh on the metrics so smash all the buttons do all the things alexa grabbed one of the remaining memberships there's only two left there's only two left let's get a gifted member train go and get a bunch of these people to get badges next to their names Get them in the members-only content. Get them in the Discord. This Friday night is community game night. We will be playing Jackbox with members. If you upgrade to a Tier 2 membership from the 5 bucks to the 15 you get first dibs on the Jackbox code, the room code. Anybody can play. All members can play on Friday night, but I will put the code in the VIP room in the Discord. So Tier 2 members and above have access to the VIP room. If you're a tier 2 member and above and you can't see the VIP room, let us know in the Discord. That should be working for everybody now. YouTube doing things that translate as counterproductive for the algorithm. What the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ingest server jump always hurts us because we had mid 400s and now we're down to 380. And then it should bounce back in a moment again. We spiked all the way up to 490, which was fake. That wasn't real. And then we drop back down. It's just whenever the blips happen, that's what happens. Jay the Wizard grabbed one of the remaining memberships. I think there's one membership left. Make sure and click allow gifts, guys, so you can get those memberships. We greatly appreciate people supporting the channel with gifted memberships, renewed, brand new memberships. Appreciate that very, very much. It doesn't work for everyone. Even I can't opt in. Yeah, sometimes you just can't get them. Sometimes you just can't get them. 
There's a Discord link in the chat. If you click that link, you can get into our server, sync it with your YouTube account, and that way you can see all the extra rooms in the Discord. YouTube does not do a great job of alerting you about members-only content, which is why we use the Discord and Twitter, because sometimes you'll be like, hey, I didn't realize you were doing a members-only stream, and it's like, well, yeah, it doesn't really hit the notification system and the algorithm in the same way, so that's a great way to be in the Discord. Tyrone, grab the last one, that's it. No more gifted memberships are available. Thank you again to Oscar for that generous 10 gifted membership bomb. We appreciate that so, so much, dude. Is that a Half-Life shirt? It is a Half-Life shirt. I think as soon as you press it, you get it. No, there's times where you press it and you don't get it. You have to wait. There's people that are more loyal that are sort of like in line to get it before you. Yo, Koei coming in with a $5 tip through Super Chat. I've been watching since the Purple Days. Keep crushing it, homie. I appreciate that long-time support. If you were around all the way back then on the Purple Days and you've come back around and you're giving us a second shot, we appreciate it. We are still doing our thing. We've been streaming on YouTube for over uh, for over two years now. We greatly appreciate the continued growth and support of what we do here. Yo, Dan's Atastic dropping a 10 gifted member bomb in chat. If you can hear my voice, make sure and click allow gifts. If you see that gray box, maybe click at the top of the chat and then you should see a gray box that says allow gifts. You might have to get on a browser. You might have to get on a non-branded account to claim the gifts. These 10 should get claimed. It takes a while, so you do have time. So if you can hear my voice, you're lurking, you're listening, you're doing whatever, make sure and do that. We've been kind of asking the audience what they think about Hogwarts Legacy gameplay if they think picking dark arts should significantly impact your gameplay. Should it close off quests, NPCs? Should certain things change in your gameplay, in your story, in your experience? Um, and what people think about that. We're also asking people at the top of the chat, hey, take the poll. If, you, if you're going to dive into Hogwarts Legacy gameplay, would you embrace the use of the dark arts? 77% are saying yes. All these bags look so good. Oh, I like that. I like that on the bat creature, no longer going with the two, the two barrels instead of just, I think it's, I think it's cleaner. It probably made it easier for you to fill it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I still think we need one dash two on the tablespoons. I still think that. I think it needs to be one to two tablespoons for every six full ounces. I think that needs to be there. I do. Because right beneath it says, you know, do it, do it as needed. You talk to the PRs about that. Is that common then? It's supposed to be one to every six? I thought it was one to two. Everything I searched for said one to two. You like Ravenclaw? As long as I can uh, Avada Kedavra, I'm in on the dark arts. There it is. First gifted membership claimed by Mike Bill. That means there's nine more memberships to grab. Congratulations, Mike Bill. They strongly recommend that... Hang on. They strong... Freaking Discord. They strongly recommend you tell people to go lighter rather than darker. Okay. I guess that makes sense, because if you like your coffee dark, you already know how to prepare it. And if you're less experienced with coffee, it's probably better to go darker, because it'll be less strong, less less potentially bitter. Although our coffee has balanced acidity, so there is no bitterness. If you've never tried coffee like that, you should try ours. This is not, this is not a sponsor, by the way. This is, this is in my home. We have a light and a dark roast. My wife and kiddos bag it up and ship it to you. You're supporting small business. 
I'm not getting some kind of a kickback. That's my coffee that we're sending you. It asked me to allow gifts after checking that and assign the gift. I understand that that's sometimes how it works, but that's not how it always works. Many people right now have clicked allow gifts and they haven't gotten one yet. Corey Shaw just got one second gifted member in that group of 10 gifted members. Welcome on in, Corey. Guys, always remember to get in that Discord. Cannot stress it enough. Get in the Discord if you're a member. Really, just get in the Discord no matter what, because the Discord also alerts you anytime we're streaming. So you can see how often we're doing members' content, even if you're not a member, because I ping that, that I ping that announcements room. Yeah, when are we going to be able to order the PlayStation controller? The PlayStation, uh, the DualSense Edge. Baboom, says Corey. That's right. That means there's eight left. If your values align with those houses, you would choose either. Grab yourself a bag of Dark Rose, says Abe. An AeroPress French press and you're golden. You won't regret it. It's the only Discord with balanced acidity. That's right. That's right. The Discord is where all the cool people can hang out. That's right. I need that controller. We don't know. No dates. Yeah, it's always so weird when you announce a piece of hardware with no date of ordering. It's like, cool. Controller is disappointing. Why is a controller disappointing? I'm actually really excited because there's only two under paddles. I don't like four. I only need two. You know what I mean? What's your opinion on the collector's edition they just announced? I think it's really bad. Why do you think the collector's edition is bad? What what about it is bad to you? You got to remember a collector's edition is not for everybody. IGN just showed Liza P hands-on gameplay. Perfect. We might end up covering that tomorrow. I'm really excited about Liza P, but I didn't feel like we had enough to run a show yet. I want a deep dive. I want more gameplay. Only two paddles. That's why. I don't think they're making this for people that want more than two paddles. If you want two paddles, then, then buy a then buy a scuff. You know what I'm saying? No price, no date. Why though? However, swappable thumbsticks. Sony going to become rich selling them as uh, consumables now? I higher quality controller, more customization, more personalization. Two under paddles for people that want like a middle of the road. Astro did the same thing and people liked the fact that there was a controller out there with only two under paddles instead of four. Collector's Edition is literally for collectors. It's a niche product. I need four back paddles. I map the face buttons to them so I don't have to take my thumb off the right stick. Yeah, I could see that. I could see not wanting to ever do that. I mean, the book seemed really bad quality. I can tell it's cheap plastic. The wand was cool ETC, but it would have been cool to maybe have an art book or something with it. Maybe a Hogwarts letter too. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, whenever they do collector's editions and it says it comes with an art book, I literally laugh at that. I'm like, why am I buying a freaking art book? You know what I mean? The Elite's a piece of garbage and scuffs are 200 plus. Wait, why is being able to fix stick drift a bad thing? People mad? Oh, is it going to let you adjust them to fix stick drift? Is that what this is going to allow you to do? Why would anyone choose to be in Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff house? Because they like them? I mean, why would anybody choose Slytherin or Gryffindor? Because they like them. Like, the same reason you pick Slytherin or Gryffindor... It's the exact same identical reason that someone's going to pick Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw. They like them. They're like, they identify with characters from those houses. Their personality traits align with them. You know what I mean? You can remove the housings of the sticks and adjust them. Oh. 
I mean, it's. I'm not going to sit here and say they should be promoting it and monetizing fixing stick drift. I think that should fix stick drift. Hey, you know those products we sell you that are basically inherently and intrinsically flawed, so you constantly get stick drift? Whether you buy a really, really expensive Microsoft Elite controller, PlayStation controller, or a Nintendo you know, Pro controller, they all have the same problem. Well, here, buy this really expensive controller and you can fix it on your own. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think that's how you market this thing. That's stupid. If you get Stick Drift, you can buy new modules. Yeah, I think that, that that's dumb. I think if Sony markets this controller as an answer to Stick Drift, they can literally suck on my Stick Drift. That's freaking stupid. Fix the inherent flaw in the hardware. Don't don't monetize fixing it. That's dumb. Replacing modules is better than replacing the whole controller. They've been live showing random crap since 8. I wonder if they just showed a replay then. Excuse me, I'm a Ravenclaw. What ticks me off is that I still have the same SNES controller with the console and it still works, but today I feel like you have to buy a new controller every year. How are you going to fix someone aping their controller? I have never aped my controllers. I treat my controllers with the utmost respect, and both of my elites got stick drift. I have controllers that literally, if they're not in my hands, this red one here, it's literally sitting on the desk. And these these ones that I bought from Target have stick drift. There's a class action lawsuit. It has nothing to do with aping their controller. It's literally an inherent flaw in the sticks themselves. The company that distributes these joysticks that go inside these are it they they have stick drift. Right? Like and and to sell me a controller to be like if you get stick drift, you have to buy a new one. You bought an Elite, that's your problem. Eugene, you let your fandom get in the way. The Elite controller is using the same thumbsticks that the Nintendo Pro and the PlayStation controllers use. Singling out the Elite as a piece of junk because it gets stick drift is freaking stupid. They all get stick drift. Anybody who's going to pick on one particular controller or company for stick drift is being biased. They all have stick drift. This has literally been researched and documented. The actual joysticks that are in these controllers come from the same freaking manufacturer and distributor. So whether it's Nintendo, Sony, or Microsoft, they all have the same inherent problem. And if Sony is going to monetize a better controller so I can fix stick drift by spending money, that's freaking dumb. That's dumb. I will, I, I swear, I swear, if there's a single piece of Sony advertising that says that this controller is an answer to stick drift, I will blast them up one side and down the other for that. You don't monetize uh, an inherent manufactured flaw. Can you imagine if Microsoft would have done that with the Red Ring of Death? Did you get a Red Ring of Death? No problem. Just buy this kit to fix your Xbox. What do you mean? What are you talking about? This is a, this is a flaw in the hardware. It's to do with the actual hardware. There's a redesign that ends it, but they will never use it because money. Sometimes even a new controller right out of the box has stick drift. That's what I'm saying. I think we're missing one another. If I'm seeing this correctly with this new controller, if your sticks get out of alignment, you can open the casing and correct it. That's a huge step forward. Okay, that again... I think is BS marketing. Imagine selling me this controller for how much are these controllers? Like $80? Imagine selling me this controller 
official Sony product for $80 and being like, are you getting stick drift on that incredibly expensive peripheral? No problem. Buy this more expensive peripheral and then you can take the time to fix it if it happens. Frick you. What are you talking about? I bought this. This should work. I I shouldn't have to worry about stick drift. I shouldn't have to worry about this thing acting funny within its life cycle. I, I have I have Xbox 360 controllers that never got stick drift. What the frick are y'all doing? Fix it. Don't charge me money to fix it. Don't charge me money to fix it. That's dumb. Where are the back paddles? There's two back paddles on the new Edge controller. They're like I think they're like on the right here on my finger is like on the sides. I don't know if I can easily take it apart and fix it. I'm okay. Haven't any stick drift since my old Nintendo 64 controllers. Eugene, are you, are you as intelligent as you are and as, as, as many debates as we have, you're going to type that in the chat as if that means anything. I haven't had any stick drift since my old Nintendo 64 controllers. So market analysis, hardware analysis, class action lawsuit analysis, distribution of the joystick analysis, and you're like, well, I haven't had any problems. You're being that guy in the chat. You're being that guy. No one gives a frick if you haven't had stick drift. It's a thing. It's a thing. I bought these controllers from Target, and I treat them like they're made out of glass, and I got stick drift. Now, I've not gotten any stick drift on my PlayStation controllers. Knock on wood. I got stick drift on one of my Nintendo Switch Pro controllers. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's it's, it's an industry thing right now. I don't like this song. Wait, hang on. There we go. Guys, we just hit two hours on the broadcast. Do me a favor smash like consider becoming a member subscribing or gifting memberships youtube wants me to run ads on the hour so they just like alerted me and said hey now's a great time to run ads i'm not going to do that i'm not going to disrupt the broadcast with advertisements i'm leaving it to you consider doing a super chat or gifted memberships love you bro but i don't believe you for a second oh that he hasn't had stick draft dog i went through four effing ps4 controllers and i literally only use them to play games and put them away safely that's what i'm saying my PS1, PS2, PS3, Xbox 360, PS4, and now PS5. No drift ever. I, 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 again, again, I, I if you go back to 360 and before, Eugene, I never experienced 360 stick drift either. I had multiple controllers that never experienced stick drift. The current generation that we're in, the Elite controllers... It, like the, the the PlayStation controllers, the Nintendo Switch Pro controllers, they're all experiencing stick drift. It's a percentage. It's not a guarantee. So like, it doesn't really add anything to the conversation to be like, I'm one of the lucky ones. Like, if it became known that there was a crazy fail rate on the the, the PS5 Pro, let's say they market a PS5 Pro and there's some weird uh, fail rate. Yo, Mike Quad hitting a two-month milestone. I'm on my fourth PS5 controller. I baby the heck out of them, and I've had to replace them because of super bad drift. At 70 price, 70 bucks, it hurts. Thank you for the $10 tip, Christopher Wright. He says, here you go, F the ads. That's right. If you guys don't want me running ads, monetize the channel, man. Super Chats and gifted members. My, so, so, 
it's it's completely superfluous to the conversation to be like i've never had stick drift so the frick what plenty of people have people that treat their controllers like they're made out of glass experience stick drift okay so coming out with a controller that's more expensive if they market it as an answer to stick drift then frick them and their controller that's not an answer to the failure of the consumer that they have uttered into the market all of them have pushed out an absolute failure into the market really really expensive peripherals with incredibly high trends of fail rate it's a joke yo tokyo grabbed one of dan zatastic's memberships i believe there's six or seven there's six or seven memberships left in that bunch from dan zatastic make sure you're clicking the green gift boxes at the top of the chat and clicking allow gifts um modules can fail in other ways it's not an answer to drift I'm not saying it's an answer to drift. I had people saying in chat, this is a great way to fix stick drift. And I'm like, if they market it that way, I'm going to take them to the freaking woodshed for it. That's not an answer. When I buy a controller for $80, that sucker better work two years minimum. Minimum, that thing should work without any problem for two years. I gave you $80 for a peripheral that it like that is is a, is a good it's a good peripheral my playstation controllers haven't given me any problems thankfully thankfully they haven't i just recently had to order new xbox controllers because i knew stick drift was on the way my one of my my gray ones started acting up wear and tear though it's going to break eventually best buy warranty <laughs> nintendo is fixing them why isn't sony me the switch controller that promises no drifting ever update joy-con design may soon follow you should read this it's magnets yeah the new the new stat the new way of doing it is with magnets and it'll you'll never experience stick drift the elite is garbage though i the only problems i ever had with my elites were uh was stick drift well no i take that back one of mine the bumpers got ruined like the the bumper just stopped working. So you might be right. Like the elites might actually be trash for other other problems. Cuz I had a, I had an elite, I had stick drift and I had a bumper go bad on me, which is like for that price that's a freaking joke. Wear and tear is not an excuse for having to replace a peripheral in like 6 months. It's not hard to fix on the replacement sticks. Like the sticks in the part of the controller slides out and they slide in new module easy peasy. I've had at least some drift in almost every controller I've ever had, says Creature, and I'm so asinine about being careful with my controllers. Uh, there are games and game modes I won't play with the thought of, I'm not doing that to my controller. Oh, right, like constantly holding it forward. I mean, that's one of the reasons you get stick drift, and it's it's up, because you're constantly playing Call of Duty or any other FPS game, and you're you're holding forward. I have a feeling Lona was going to love Forspoken Combat. The new gameplay trailer looks awesome. They released new gameplay trailer today? Like, if a mouse company was selling mice that lost tracking in six months, then they'd probably go out of business. Exactly. They licensed Scuff Tech, and then they under-manufactured it, and it resulted in a garbage controller. Well, oh, that's right. You've told, you, you've told me that before. Yeah, I mean, I, I, am totally, I am totally in favor of taking them to task for that then. I am totally in favor of taking them to task for that. 
Like, it's way too expensive for them to be delivering under deliver under underdeveloped tech. I had people I had people that seemed to be saying, Oh, it's totally fine that these the, you know, oh, sell this thing so that it's an answer to, uh, you know, it's an answer to stick drift. And that's what I took issue with. I was like, yo, slow the frick down. That's, that better not be how they manufacture this. Or how they, I'm sorry, how they market this. Like, that is not something I, I'm cool with at all. I'm not cool with that. Because that would be them saying, yeah, we're selling this inferior peripheral over here that has a stick drift fail rate. The reveal shows the controller being in pieces at the beginning when they show the sticks coming out. It looks like it's for changing the sticks. Yeah, if you want to change the stick height, stick tension, and all of that, I'm totally fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. I don't have a problem with that. Yo, Christopher Skirka got gifted a membership from Dan's Atastic. I believe there's like five gifted memberships left at the top of the chat guys click those boxes at the top of the chat and try and jog its memory say allow gifts let's get those gifted memberships distributed good to see some people joining the discord who got gifted members today I see Hannah joined Uh, I see Rudy got in there today Uh, let's see who else Alexa joined into the discord and synced up as well Uh, good to see Dragon Spirit in there love seeing new people jump into the discord and get and become a part of this community appreciate that very very much i have a destiny cod battlefield controller and a 2k controller and my main controller because those games destroy controllers yeah anything where you're constantly pushing forward on the joystick i guess that that makes sense that makes sense when my bumpers went on my last elite i set the top two paddles uh as the bumpers like it's so much I do that on my new one. Oh, you liked it so much you do that on your new one. Right, right, right. Like putting the bumpers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what the poll results are. We're nearing a thousand votes on the poll, guys. Thanks for great engagement on the poll. Hogwarts Legacy gameplay. Would you embrace the use of dark arts? We've we've completely gone off the rails here. Hogwarts Legacy PS5 DualSense features are a part of this game, so it does make, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's somewhat relevant for us to be talking about uh, the way that they give you your um, your controller and the way they're selling this controller with PS5. Oh, wow, that Forspoken gear screen is awful. Jeepers. Um, why are they fish-eyeing the entire game? Um, so we're talking about that. So make sure and take the poll at the top of the chat. The latest Hogwarts Legacy news is it came in the way of a trailer. There was a Hogwarts Legacy trailer during the Gamescom opening night live ceremonies or, or stream or whatever the frick you want to call it. And we uh, were covering it. Oh, shoot. We should actually go at 12 today. Yeah, we should go at 12. I was sitting here thinking, wait, and we would go at 1215. We should go at 12 uh, for the middle one. So that we have time. Um, wait. No. No, I do want to do 12.15 to 1.15. Barely an hour on that next one. I actually do want to wait. Because it's Sonic Frontiers. I feel like that'll be a quick one. I feel like that one will fizzle out. If we try to, if we try to be in that one too long as a topic, I think Harry Potter is going gonna, to gonna continue to carry us with good conversation for the next... 45 minutes or so real question how much would controllers with high quality uh potential meters cost i'm not sure 
I am not sure. If you want to know how entertaining your content is, I'm listening to the stream while I cook eggs. Well, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that. I've been told that. I've been doing this for about eight years, and I remember when people told me once at a conference, they were like, you know, coming up to, you know, shake my hand, get a picture, whatever. And they were all saying, oh, I listen to you every day. You're on the background. You're part of my ritual. You're part of my ritual. And I just started to realize that, like, my appeal was not in my gameplay. Certainly wasn't in my my dashing good looks. It was more in the fact that, like, people wanted to listen to my voice. They're like, yeah, throw him on in the background. He's like a radio show. He's like a podcast. Greatest endorsement Lono's ever received. That's right. That's right. I do the same thing. I listen while I cook. That's awesome. That's awesome. Don't spill anything, though. Don't make a mess, right? Don't make a mess. I listen to your stream sometimes in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get those reps in. Pump it up. Uh, 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 da, 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 da. I looked for info on the Sony website to repair controller for free. Didn't see anything. Maybe they do, though. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I listen all day while working. Nice. I listen to work while I pretend. I listen to Lono while I pretend to work. That's right. That's right. We are so close to a thousand votes on the poll. You guys have absolutely crushed that poll today. Make sure you are clicking on the green boxes at the top of the chat and saying allow gifts so you might get a gifted membership. If you didn't get a gifted membership, sometimes they go to people who aren't here. They'll get like an email. Uh, and the reason they get that email is because they're super loyal and they just happen to not be in the stream when there's gifts that got, went out. So the more often you're here, the more likely it is that you might get one of those emails or one of those gifted memberships. So that's a, that's a great incentive to be here as often as you possibly can. Just turn it into a ritualistic thing and you'll end up with a gifted member. And then you can be a part of members-only content that we do every day as well as on Friday nights. Don't forget this Friday night's community game night. I would love to see a big turnout this Friday for uh, for Jackbox. Anybody can play. We will give Tier 2 members the code uh, first in their VIP room in the Discord. So uh, make sure and upgrade, get in the Discord, check the VIP room. Uh, if you're not a Tier 2, you can always do that between now and Friday. Uh, and if you're not a tier two, no sweat. Any member can play and participate, but we do have those early spots that get snagged for the people that want to actually be a player instead of an audience player. Forspoken official gameplay overview trailer. Found it. Was that literally today? They're getting a ton of stuff, it seems. It looks like it was today. Yeah, today. It just hit. They only have 800 views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 10 minutes long. Looks like we got so much to do this week with gameplay breakdowns if we want. Lies of P for Spoken. Interesting. The stick drift lawsuits are seemingly being forced into arbitration. What's that? That's lawyer speak. What's that mean? Lono might be the worst workout playlist. My bench is going to be down to like 70 pounds at least. That's just because you're weak. Microsoft's suit was forced into arbitration. Nintendo's and Sony's seems headed that way. I imagine I would start laughing in the middle of a deadlift and tear my back muscles. (laughs) What's funny about that, uh, Zubair, is you working out. Not not the tearing of the back muscles. (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sir Barrymore, Phantom Phoenix, and Friendly Neighborhood Pothead, all three grabbed a membership thank you so much 
for doing that. I believe those gifted members are now gone. If anybody else wants to fill the gifted member pile by gifting some more, all of Dan's Atasics have been grabbed. I'm pretty sure that's all 10. Thanks for the gifted membership. Yeah, if you guys just got a gifted membership, be sure to thank Dan's Atasic and be sure to get into the Discord so you can get into the extra rooms and to never miss out on the extra content. Arbitration. Independent party reviews the info and determines an outcome. Outcome cannot be disputed. How dare you, sir? You're not wrong, but you don't need to blow up my spot in chat like that. <laughs> Lono's Jim inspirational voice. Microsoft! Microsoft big! That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, the text in a AAA game. Yeah, what's going on? It looks like text wiggle on like a stream alert. You know when people get like subs and the stream alert pops up and the text is like wiggling? It looks like text wiggle. Like what the frick? It's okay. I think it's great you're working out. Oh, I will readily admit and own the fact that I'm I'm in terrible shape. I am in terrible shape. I I run around the backyard with my kiddos or play soccer with these young with these young punks at the soccer field whenever we're done uh, whenever we're done doing our you know doing our practices or whatever and oh my gosh i am so incredibly out of shape like just running just running for five minutes and not stopping i'm like i'm feeling it and so yesterday i was full sprinting i was really going and really trying to play soccer and keep up with these young kids man i'm telling you 10 minutes and i was done i was like i'm gassing i got nothing in the tank and it's just because I, I sit all day. So I'm trying to really own that and trying to, you know, get more active and run and, and play with the kids every night and run soccer drills. And I feel way better and I'm sleeping way better and I'm I'm just, you know, I'm drinking less. My blood pressure feels better. But man, oh man, I, I'll tease you about working out, but I, I am out of shape as well. I just have, you know, a smaller frame and, you know, metabolism that, that uh, that that's helping me out you know what i mean i uh, i get i get to cheat genetically a little bit i get to cheat genetically a newly discovered ps5 dualsense patent could solve drift issues for good that would be amazing if they actually did it that'd be amazing if they did it get back on the peloton yeah my schwinn bike is is not getting a lot of action these days i know she misses me but good night nurse it's just like i feel like i don't have time for anything in the mornings now if i want to take care of myself like psychologically and spiritually in the morning i'm just kind of like prepare for the day i'm I'm having to carve out time for that just just to be able to then have time to get the streams ready you know what i mean how the hedge coach uh how the hedge coach do running did he keep up oh yeah he's in much better shape than me he has two boys that love soccer and he plays with them all the time and he smokes them. He's Irish, so like he grew up playing soccer. He knows tons. He knows all about it. And he's he is very very good at the game. And uh, man, yeah, he smokes them. He's very fast. His boys are good. His oldest boy, he is very tough. Like I'll go up against them, and I go up against the one son, and I know I can get past him. I know I can beat him. Uh, all I got to do is you know create the triangle and then and then dust him with speed. His other son, no, uh-uh, he's better than me. I, I I can't get around him most times. I get cussed by kids around here. All you have to do is run. You cannot get up and take breaks either. I try to stand up a couple times an hour. Yeah, yeah, I don't get up and take lots of breaks throughout the day. That's for sure. For sure, working full time, having a fam to take care of, and finding time to relax is not easy to do. Oh, for sure, for sure. 
Hey, we got over a thousand votes on the poll. If you haven't taken the poll yet and you're just tuning in, we were discussing the latest Hogwarts Legacy news. We took a look at the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition and everything that you're going to be getting. The Collector's Edition and the Deluxe Edition actually play into my theory with the Dark Arts that the Hogwarts Legacy gameplay will be significantly impacted by your choices, which is encouraging to me. I've been saying that I think this RPG will have quite a bit of depth. I'm going to go ahead and end the poll so it's not sitting up there and annoying people. Great turnout on the votes there. Over a 1,000 votes. 77% said yes, we will embrace and use the Dark Arts. 22% said no. And so I think a lot of people said that they would do... The people that said no were like, well, I'm going to do a good run first and then bad or... I'm going to use it but not embrace it. I don't want to be a dark wizard. So we're not quite sure yet if you can be a dark wizard, if uh, if being a dark wizard will dramatically change your gameplay or the campaign. The Hogwarts Legacy campaign will likely have different twists and turns. The, the latest trailer is titled the Dark Legacy Trailer, and it makes it clear that if you grab this optional side quest with this guy, you will have the choice to imb- like use... Uh, engage with or embrace, fully embrace uh, the dark arts. So that is what we've been discussing, and we will be we will be also covering Sonic Frontiers today. That's our next stream, and then we will also be covering the future game show, which is happening over there in Germany for Gamescom 2022. So keep it here for all the great Gamescom coverage throughout the week. I don't know what we're going to do with Xbox. Apparently, they're streaming like all freaking day. I, I'm definitely not going to co-stream them all day. Um, Let's see where we landed. We are exactly, we are at exactly 1,200 members. You got us right, you guys got us right back to 1,200 members, so thank you so much for doing that. I actually think Sonic Frontiers looks good now. I'm going to make some pretty significant argumentation about how I think that game is going to be commercially successful, but save those arguments for later. We're not doing that right now. I learned the anatomy of the knee by constantly straining something and trying to figure out what hurt. These things are terribly designed. See also shoulders. (laughs) Jim is important for mental and physical. I just hope the ending changes based on your choices. Well, and Hannah, we've talked about before, I could see them doing a pretty big DLC every year, and you go to your your so your fifth year, right? Your sixth and your seventh and your eighth year. Right? That'd be awesome. Like every year they drop a pretty big DLC and you get to roll over into the next year as a student, new things to do, new missions, new quests, new skills, new whatever. Like don't I, I was one day arguing for like live service and everybody obviously smacked that down they're like no no we don't want live service like everybody hates live service I'm like okay 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 what about like annual DLC where they keep adding and they keep you know extending the story and your you know your your years of experience and, and all of that um uh, I know it may not be incredible interest to you may have already seen this but if offered I'm invited to one of the close insider sessions can invite you behind NDA but I fear reach out and offer um it's behind NDA hang on uh let's see appreciate it but I never have enough time to mess with something under NDA yeah I never have I never ever ever have the time for that 
I, I, I'm like, I'm not even creating as much content as I would like to create. I would like to be creating more first looks and reaction content. And I don't even have time for that right now. Like we're trying to carve that time out of the week. We're trying to trim back certain things. So the last thing I'm going to do is like fiddle around with a game that's under NDA and that I can't talk about or record footage. Oh, I'm sorry. Not eighth year, seventh year. Sorry. I misspoke. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're sixth in your seventh year. So roughly two years of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be a surprise tomorrow for Xbox Gamescom, all I can say. Do you know what time, whereabouts, or like when they're going to be really doing their stuff? You know what I mean? You got to get over that. Information is this. We can do things with it super fast. No. No, I'm not getting over that. I'm not going to play a game and, and provide feedback to people and and then not be able to do anything with it. Like early tests of games, no. I have better things to do with my time. If you're going to put me under NDA, then remove it after a while so I can at least upload the footage. Like no. My time is way more valuable than that. No. I think I content creators don't do that. I've never known a single content creator to to waste their time playing a game that they can't do anything with. The medium to big guys don't do that. I'm not going to take on some mentality of like desperately trying to get in the good graces of a game like X Defiant so that like I can have the inside scoop when it all lands no no my time is too valuable I think it's disrespectful to ask a content creator to play a game and then be like yeah you can't do anything with it though okay if you want to have an embargo date fine but I'm not doing that I value my time more than that I'd rather hang out with my wife my kids or record something I can use early test of games makes you 100% in control the amount of stuff that's changed over in Tarkov's crazy I don't have time or care to do that. You know what I mean? I don't have time or care to do that. You're never going to convince me to do that. I don't give a single rip about spending my time providing a company with feedback before the game's out. No. It would have to be a game I'm incredibly passionate about. It, it would have to be a game that I'm like hugely anticipating. You know what I mean? Hugely anticipating. Like I'm not working 80 hours a week to add time to that to play your game like like to play your game and do nothing with it I'm not doing that early tests and all that they never let you do anything with it it lifts in your head of the pack no uh, that's not true that's not universally true a lot of these games when you're under NDA and you're in those early testing groups you can't do anything with it because they don't want the public to see the game in that state like no I've I've been in the industry for eight years. Are you gonna? Am I gonna? Am I? Am I? Are you gonna educate me on how early testing works? Seriously, <clears throat> there's a difference between capture events and capture and early testing that's not designed for content creators. Like, that's not how it works. You really am. Okay. Well, I've been in this industry way too long to be educated on this. I've read the contracts and turned them down, and I'm not doing it. An NDA is not the same as an embargo. Early testing of these games under NDA is not is not footage that's under embargo. It's early testing that you're not allowed to talk about. I've I have zero interest in doing that. I had numerous game companies approach me over the last eight years, and numerous times I got into conversations with them and I said, Will I ever be able to use the footage? No, this is early testing. This footage will never be usable. We don't want the public to see it. Okay, bye. I'm not I don't have time for that. Hire testers. Pay people. I'm not doing that. Zero interest in doing that. You want to give me an embargo? You want to give me early access so I can record and 
get my bearings and have the inside scoop sign me up for that that's worth money in my pocket I can use that you want me to test your game and never say a word about it and all the footage is I, there is no footage I can't do anything with it no piss off go find testers does anyone know when pre-orders go live tomorrow tomorrow August the 25th that or pay me to test it yeah no no uh content creators as testers is not a good practice generally yeah in general too like depending on the game like we played a game where the content creators provided a bunch of feedback and input that always got that got removed a year later because it was they basically wanted the game designed for streaming you know what i mean was it for x to find if so the specific one is a waste but it'd be sure to give your feedback assume that they would give you access three day early then you're an official content creator for it no all that's hopeful i i don't have time for that i don't have time to play a game and provide feedback in the hopes that i fall under their good graces and they're like that guy was really swell give him early access no if the contract stipulates i'm gonna get that great but like when I have a non-content creator DMing me saying, hey, I got into this testing group and I can invite you as well, that's not what they're doing. They're just trying to get player feedback. I have guys that have gone to events for days and they can't say crap for months, but when they can, they're on the list and it pays off. Depends on the game. Yeah, I did that. I did, I've done that before. That's a capture event. Testing is not a capture event. They're, they're two different things. Testing a game under NDA is a waste of my time. Capture that's under embargo is in a completely different category. I, I, if I've had companies reach out and do that, I'm in talks with a company right now that wants me to cover game, cover their game, and upload content or whatever, and they're going to pay me to do it, and it'll be under embargo on a certain date or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you should do that. That's literally what I said. I said, I'm not going to test your game under NDA and not be able to use it. That's what I said that started this entire discussion. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to test your game. That's stupid. I'm way too busy for that. I'll do embargoes every day of the dadgum week. I've expressed frustration with that before. I get a code for a game and I can't record early because the code gives me the release date of the game. I'm like, what the frick is this? So you gave me a free game that I could download record a video with and return and get my money back your code is worthless to me if your code doesn't get me in early it's worthless I'm responding to exactly what you said I'm not doing something for you I can't do anything with yes precisely because in context my commentary makes perfectly good sense getting into a testing group that's under NDA I can't do anything with that I can't do anything with that that's not an that's not embargo footage. That's te- that's free testing that they want. Back from cooking eggs, and I'm happy to report it's excellent. Oh golly, you guys are breaking up the family. Uh, let's see. It never hurts to reply with put in the contract, and I'll be there. This was literally a a, a a fellow somebody who watches the stream being like, "Hey, I got into the testing group of this game. Do you want in?" And I basically just said, no, I I can't do anything with that. A testing group is not under embargo. It's literally footage that they don't want anybody to see. So it's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to go fill out some Google Google Sheet forum thing to be like, here's my experience and here's the bugs I encountered. Like, I don't have time for that. You know what I mean? 
<clears throat> Who said that? Get out. It was Dragon Spirit of Art. It wasn't the most anticipated PlayStation game. It was the most anticipated game on PlayStation. What game are you talking about? I have a question. Why did Sony win most anticipated game award for Lies of P when the game is being released on Xbox as well? Lies of P is not a Sony title. Oh, yeah, Eugene saying it was the most anticipated PlayStation game. Oh, 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 it wasn't that. It was most anticipated game on PlayStation. Yeah, those awards are really weird anyway, rips to slabs. I'm always like, why are we even doing this? I don't know. I'd say because the quality of your feedback, it would be closer to the mock reviews publishers pay journos for, and they were hoping to get that for free from you. Yeah, maybe sometimes. Sometimes. That's not what this is. Back when back when we were we were on a different platform and I had companies approach me like that, there were times where I felt like you just want free feedback. If I get nothing from this, I'm not doing this. Can I use the footage? No literally get out of my inbox like why are you talking to me girl was super nervous all she did and she did what she needed to do oh I thought she was fine I've always thought doing those awards during those presentations and those pressers is just weird it's just filler it's literally coming to game pass where mountains of people will get it I doubt Sony is going to be the high metric number for that game I think you're completely and honestly you why are you underestimating how that game will do with the Sony audience? Distorted. Are you freaking serious? It looks like it looks like a combination of Bloodborne, Sekiro, and Dark Souls, and you think the Sony audience, it's, they're not going to get a high metric? Are you kidding me? That game is going to crush on the Sony platform. Just ask for an hourly consulting fee? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I've, I've said that before. I've said that before. You want to put me on a consulter, a consulting retainer? I'll do it. I'll do it. No, like no doubt. I'll will jump on calls with you all throughout the week and month if you put me on a on a on a healthy retainer. I'll look at your gameplay. I'll play your game. I'll give you feedback on loot cycles, game incentivization, content loops. No, I, I would do that, but you got to pay me for that. Or just watch my streams once your game launches. At least then it's symbiotic. <laughs> At least then it's symbiotic. Sony will make that game the most money since, you know, Game Pass. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I I, I think the Sony audience is going to really, really enjoy Lies of P. I I, I really think that. I think that's going to be a banger over there. X Defiant is butt. About to be another big L. From Software is around because of Sony people make them buy your coffee that's right the game pass fee will have covered development cost that's presumption how do you know that we a cooking simulator literally came out and said they got six hundred thousand dollars to be on game pass you think their budget was you think that was their budget was a little over half a million dollars for their game i'm not saying it was or wasn't i'm just saying that's presumption we don't know that we have no idea what the budget was for lies of p what if, what if Microsoft threw him a crispy $750,000 to be on Game Pass? It was a three-year-old cooking indie cooking sim? Right, but that's what I mean. Every game's different. Every amount is different. So we don't know how much they're going to get. 
and then we also don't know how much their budget is lies of p budget could be one to two mil i don't know how long how long they've been working on it how large they are what's their operating costs we have no idea what their operating costs are on this project so to be to presume that microsoft is cutting them a check for that'll cover their dev costs i i think that's presumption that we have no reason to think we have no reason to think that they're throwing big money about for brand new titles where's your proof of that how much money are they paying the average title to be on game pass we don't know we have no we have no concrete evidence to establish a pattern of behavior in microsoft game pass budgetary spending we have no idea what they're spending per game we don't know I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying there's no reason for me to feel like your statement has credence because we don't have any any data to establish a pattern of behavior. If every time games of that size were landing on Game Pass, they were getting a crispy $1 million and the average game development company that size operating cost was around $1 million, I might be like, yeah, that's a swell deal because then they're going to make great margins on Steam and PlayStation and that's all profit on top. They're already breaking even out of the gate. But we, but we have no idea if that's the reality. Is it safe to assume that they are throwing 600000 at a three-year-old indie? They must be throwing more at a newer AAA title. Is Liza P considered a AAA title, though? We don't know what they gave. We don't know what they gave to uh, People Can Fly. We also don't know who got the money. Did People Can Fly get the money or did the publisher get the money? These are other things that we don't know. Yes, $600,000 to the indie title because it went directly to the title. What if they get way more money when they're a AAA title because it goes to the publisher instead of the developer? Again, these are things we don't know. Oh, it's going to cover their development costs. Really? What if it goes to the publisher and it doesn't go to the developer? And so the developer's publishing... I'm sorry, the developer's development costs aren't covered yet. Square got that money? Right. So Microsoft could be going right to the publisher. Why? Because the publisher typically handles the distribution rights of the game and the marketing. So they go to the publisher. Developer doesn't see a dime of that money. Now, it might help the developer because the publisher says, this contract stipulated that once we got close to this cost or whatever, we cut you a royalty check. And this money that we got from Game Pass is going to help us get closer to that. But we don't know if that's even how it's tabulated. We're like, "I I don't know. I'm just saying, we got to be careful with this idea that, like, Microsoft's cutting a check and the developer's like, yay, we got tons of money from Microsoft. We have no idea how these contracts work, and they might literally be case-by-case basis. Microsoft is not strong-arming these developers. They keep signing on the dotted line. Again, presumption. We don't know if the developers are signing. It could be the publisher because the publisher wants to squeeze everything they can out of the IP. You know what I'm saying? We don't know that. There, we don't. We have no idea how this operates. You had no idea sim games were so big. Sim games are probably one of the largest genres in uh, in the Steam gaming market. They're massive, incredibly massive. I'm even more concerned about Game Pass sustainability if they're throwing 600000 at a three-year-old indie because surely they're throwing more at bigger titles. Oh, I see what you're saying, Creature. Even still, we don't know where the money goes, right? Like, maybe it went to that dev, but maybe for bigger titles, it doesn't even go to the devs. And like you're saying, they're, they're spending exorbitant amount, and it doesn't even go to the devs. It might not go to the devs. We don't know. 
The sim market's so big, the creature tried to get me into it. He was like, we gotta create content with sim games. I'm like, I don't know how the frick I'm gonna do that. If 50 of those employees are working on the same or average salary of 50k a year, it's a 2.5 million in salary alone. That's a massive undervalue to me. 600,000 is wiped out by less than 1% of the membership payments in a month. That's not how... Oh my gosh. That's not how it works, Doom. They don't... That's not how it works. They don't... The line items aren't treated in that way. They're not looking at the 600,000 they threw at the cooking sim and they're like, no worries. Let's take... Let's shave off 1% of the membership payments in a month and put it over there. That's not... That's not how it works. Game Pass isn't covering the dev fee. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Covering Liza P. dev fee, like, I just don't know. I see you guys doing sim content that can barely form... I see guys doing sim content that can barely form a good sentence. Imagine how much labor costs, and they're killing it. I know you would. There's got to be passion there. Like, you might as well ask me to make Hearthstone content. Farming sim with HBJ, make it happen on a Friday. I don't care. I think there's a way for us to do that one day, but not now. I just, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just saying there's no reason to worry about it. No. Okay. Again, you don't know that. There have been CEOs and major people in the industry that have looked at Game Pass and expressed concern about sustainability. That's reason to be worried. You're your very simplistic honestly uninformed opinion on like oh it's fine because of how many people are in the funnel that's not that you're not you're not a you're not getting rid of my concerns when people in the industry are like i don't know if this is sustainable like i'm supposed to ignore them and be like oh it's fine one percent of the monthly income from memberships is going to cover that contract like that's not how these companies make their profits Salary for a 100 dev team over four years is more than Microsoft is paying for these games to be on Game Pass. That's what I'm saying. There's no way that Microsoft's cutting a check for operating costs of every developer that comes to Game Pass. There there, there simply is no way that that's, that's the case. No way. No. Uh, established titles collaboration with this place our client is interested in sponsoring an upcoming video on your channel please send a screenshot of your YouTube audience demographics I don't even know who this is oh I think I looked at them a novelty gift where you can get title packs for the purchase of one square foot of land no How is this any different than time exclusive money going to the publisher? It still helps the developers in a roundabout way. So, Mike, you want me to tell you the difference between paying for timed exclusivity and paying for a game to be on Game Pass where people don't have to buy it? You you need that explained to you? How there's a, what's the difference between the two? Like, time exclusivity, I think, hurts sales, and I don't like it. I didn't like when they did it to Tomb Raider. But, homie, you can't compare the two. 
Like, you're literally letting 20-something million people play the game and spends no money. Like, it, it doesn't... Everything we know about the economics of video games, the importance of sales during the first two weeks is huge. Yeah, there we go. New tw- 12 minutes of gameplay. Some great videos dropping today. Yeah, we'll be we'll have content. Yeah, we'll have content for days. We got so much to break down and analyze. I don't I don't want this to devolve into an Xbox Game Pass bashing session. I'm just saying the I I was pushing back on the on the presumption that like Lies of P is going to have their development costs covered by Microsoft writing a check for them to be on Game Pass. That's ludicrous to assume that. We have no reason to believe or state that. We have no reason to believe or state that. I've expressed my concerns about the longevity and the business sustainability of Game Pass. I don't want to do that again right now. I don't. We've got we, we've got to shift gears to the next stream. But the, I push back on a simple statement. We were talking about Liza P and and why it won some award or whatever. And I, I was just pushing back on the presumption. We have zero clue the impact of these checks that they're writing. We don't know the impact it has on the dev. What if devs say, "Hey, our game is going on Game Pass. Let's put more microtransaction in to make up the money loss." Yeah, a lot of people are probably going to start to take that approach. Uh, a little off topic, can you explain the online multiplayer paywall versus PC free online at some point? Forgive my ignorance. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Online multiplayer paywall versus PC free online at some point. Are you talking about the need to pay for online social services on the Sony platform and the Microsoft platform? Is that what you're talking about? Why that costs money? And it's free when you're online. Xbox Gold and PS Plus probably. Yeah, okay. Well, free-to-play games no longer require that. And the online access that you're paying for in both of those funnels comes with like a thousand... Not a thousand. Probably 15 other really, really great benefits. So... They've built an entire infrastructure, infrastructure, social system, and hub of content, perks, and benefits to put you in that funnel. I don't have a problem with that. Steam gives you a friend playlist, and that's basically it. And sometimes that thing runs like absolute garbage for getting people into games and invites and stuff. So, like, I don't know. I, I'm not. I am not gonna get on Microsoft or Sony making you pay to have all those social features and all those things working like I think that that's totally fine and they've done nothing but add more benefits and more reasons to get into the funnel as time has gone on and most people are no longer even going to be on Xbox Live long term they're going to be on the Game Pass funnel and the Game Pass funnel is full of value and they're because they're trying to get everybody to convert over and PS Plus is full of value as well so I, I, don't, I don't have any problem with it they built the infrastructure and if they want to charge access they can charge access Sony and Microsoft both built the social infrastructure, the friends lists. They work with developers for the social integration into the game, and you paying money to get that, and and what you pay annually is so is so small. The internet portion, if you just go pure internet, what's like the lowest one you can get or whatever, just so you can have like those social internet features. It's it's just it's freaking peanuts, and it's that's all baked right into your experience on their platforms. I don't have any problem with it at all. 
like going to Steam and be like, well, it's free on Steam. Like, oh, 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 okay. Yeah, and PS Plus gives you a minimum $30 in game value each month. Like, the value transmission is there. Steam having it for free, yeah, and Steam does nothing for my experience in their hub. It holds my games, and I have a friends list. That's it. It's incredibly bare-bones utilitarian. It works, it gets the job done. That's why it's free. Microsoft and Sony do all these other things and all these other bells and whistles attached to their subscription services which is why I have zero problem with it I feel like the consumer gets value out of the purchase and so it doesn't bother me in the least fair enough I'll switch to PC to play third party COD in second and see the beauty there is you're doing exactly what you should do as a consumer you're, you're spending according to your own value perception and that's exactly what you should do that's exactly what you should do you should go where you feel you get the best value for your money that's how it works and plenty of people do the exact opposite of you and they feel like they're getting plenty for their money you know I think that's the beauty of the market right now is we, we, I kind of ranted about this yesterday the beauty of the gaming market right now is it's actually really great the cost of entry into gaming right now is lower than it ever was. When I was a kid, it was way more expensive to get games. It, it, it roughly cost us, according to inflation, it cost us 100 to $120 for one game back in the day that had the depth and the substance of like a couple hours, right? And our barrier of entry into gaming now, there are games that are free that absolutely squash the substance and replayability of early, early generation you know, console gaming, Nintendo gaming. And and even the games that we buy for 60 to $70, like, th- that's cheaper than it was to buy back in the day because th- the game prices have not inflated up. They've, they've hovered between 50 and $70 for 30-something years. So our, our barrier of entry into gaming is so incredibly affordable and so incredibly cheap that, like, I, I think the market's awesome right now. You can go to multiple platforms, get multiple different experiences, multiple different value points. What do you want? You want a bunch of free games every month? Get on Game Pass. Do you want a bunch of games? Do you want game trials? Do you want really great first-party titles? Get yourself a PlayStation. Do you want like official, you know, original Nintendo awesome titles? Get on the Nintendo Switch and get yourself Nintendo Online, and you can play all these amazing classic Nintendo, Super Nintendo games, Nintendo 64 games. Like, it's an amazing time to be a gamer, honestly. Like the the, the cost, the amount of money that you could spend uh, per month, and the amount of gaming experience that you could have absolutely squashes what you could do back in the day. You'd spend like 100 to $120 according to inflation on one game, and that one game would be all you get for months. And its replay value was derived from being incredibly challenging and dying and starting over. They weren't games that like lasted for weeks and months at a time. Yeah, if prices followed inflation, yeah, we'd be spending 100 to $120 per every game that we want to play. And, 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 the, and the abundance of high-quality indie titles in the $20 to $40 range and how great they are, we, this has got to be, the, in my mind, we complain, we complain so much, but I feel like we are literally in the golden age of gaming right now. It couldn't be any cooler. The technology's advancing, the graphics are getting better, the games are getting cooler, peripherals are getting cooler, the controllers are getting more advanced, the experience are becoming more global and more interwoven with social experiences with people that you never would have met in, 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 in the past, and, and we're in the golden age right now. Like, how could this not be, 
in a, just one of the golden ages. I believe there's other ages that we would say are like pretty amazing because of the advances that we saw in games like you know Skyrim and Fallout and other games that really like generationally defined our gaming experiences. But like the what we get to do right now is just I, I don't know. I don't know how you can't look at it and be like what a great time to be a gamer. You know how many people that that were gamers in the 80s and 90s passed away 12 years ago and would have would have dreamed and loved to be alive with what we get to do right now you know what i mean imagine somebody who died in like 2010 and they didn't get to have all these experiences and see these games and see the the intersection and the globalization of technology that allows gamers to unite and play games and form communities and find friendships and even relationships and you know, marriages and things. Like, what a time, man. I don't know. I look back and I'm like, dude, if you if you died 10 years ago, 12 years ago, boy, oh boy, are you missed you missed out on some amazing advances in 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 the gaming world. present uh, state of gaming is exactly why the average age of the gamer is so high I think Fortnite is part of the reason kids are more into PC instead of consoles right now yeah possibly so true this is where you really save up your allowance to play a game for a week or two a week or two yeah we never thought the things we would do in games would happen I played Pong yeah exactly now I can play Ghost of Tsushima yeah I just it's just, it's, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't like be. I'm not, I'm not a doe-eyed dum-dum. I'm not this crazy dumb optimist. Like, I can be pretty negative and pretty critical. But, like, when I look at what we get to do in gaming and how gaming has come, how far gaming has come, I'm like, man, oh, man. People that are like, these greedy companies always trying to rip us off and overcharge us and price gouge. I'm like, listen, there are definitely skeezy practices out there. But by and large, I think the industry is awesome. It may not be healthy with respect to employee treatment, crunch, and, and margins and deadlines, but generally speaking as a gamer we we have a cornucopia of experiences at our fingertips for minimal minimal amounts of 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 revenue outgo minimal minimal amounts yeah emulation's different cuz that doesn't cost anything and we don't i don't i'm not super pro emulation unless i already own the game but i had some guy get like like actually like push his glasses up yeah, yeah, playing games on emulation that you own, you would need a license to do that. Hate to burst your ethical but shut up. Like, hate to burst your ethical moral bubble. I don't have an ethical moral bubble about it. There's no dilemma in my mind. I paid for the game. I can have a philosophical position that's at odds with the TOS. Frick off. Look at the graphics from the first Harry Potter game to what was shown yesterday. Right? Right? Alright. Guys, don't go anywhere. We got Sonic Frontier stuff to look at and discuss. We got the future game show coming up. More Gamescom coverage coming up. Don't go anywhere. We will redirect here in just a moment. I'm going to run upstairs and use the restroom very, very quickly. And uh, make sure and smash the like button. We only need like 40 more likes. I guarantee you there's people right here in the chat that haven't hit like yet. 40 more to get to 500 likes. Great turnout. Great poll. More great discussions to be had. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
Sorry, my wife is uh, watching some kiddos today, friends of ours, and I, I they just pulled in, so I wanted to poke my head out the door and say hi before running back down here. Appreciate you guys sticking around. I'm going to get the tweets ready. We're going to switch gears here. We are going to switch gears to some Sonic Frontiers coverage. That'll carry us to the future game show. So the next stream's only going to be about an hour. Uh, Sonic Frontiers... What do we... What do we name this? Uh, new trailer. That's it. Okay. Guys, I appreciate the support lately. The fact that we came back so strong after a break. Uh, YouTube is already starting to treat us better, and that's because of you guys. Like, clearly YouTube looked at, looked at the results of, of each stream last week and even this week, and they're like, holy moly, what a loyal channel. And uh, we're getting much better treatment again. People are finding us through suggest and search, uh, and I greatly appreciate that. We we would not we would not have uh, we would not have that experience if it wasn't for you guys coming in every day, supporting the channel, uh, and being awesome. We only need 22 more likes before we switch gears, so be sure to do that. Uh uh uh. Let's see is Sonic Frontiers going to surprise us tweet tweet let me close that Uh, I will put a link in the chat that's where we're headed Uh, redirect should bring you with us it should just automatically switch videos and you should be in the new video I'm also pinging the discord and there's the links in chat Oh, I need the I need the new trailer. I need it looped in the corner. Looped in the corner. Okay. Ooh. The Sonic Frontiers new trailer is honestly showing more promise for the game. If you have not seen the Sonic Frontiers new trailer, there was a story trailer that debuted during Gamescom 2022. We will be continuing to do Gamescom coverage on this channel. I'm going to give you my breakdown and thoughts right at the beginning of this video so you don't have to go searching for it. These videos tend to be a little bit longer because they are live streams. We're going to be ending a previous live stream from this morning about Hogwarts Legacy. Really unexpected surprises and good things that we saw as well from that new information and trailer that came from Gamescom so check that VOD, I'm going to end that stream now and bring everybody over and then we're going to deep dive into this discussion and breakdown it'll be about an hour long to get us to the future game show